in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top 10 Show. I am John Roca. I am Matt Nost. Uh, and this week is uh, one of those uh, weeks we reserve for our Boss Hog patrons. They get to choose a topic. And uh, this week, we are choosing a topic, or we chose a topic from uh, the security of the first world of the uh, Top 10 Show. That's uh, Matthew Hasso down there in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much. What's he selected? Matt. Uh, He selected for us final battles in a movie. Top 10 final battles in a movie. Yes. No clarification. Could be any kind of battle. I didn't see any clarification beyond that. All right. how How did you set the definition for yourself? I didn't. I was like, whatever a battle can be. Could be a rap battle. Could be a... okay. Could be a physical battle, could be a mental battle, could be any kind of battle. So since he didn't clarify, I purposely did that so I could fuck with Hasso because I know he's a big martial artist guy. And so I know he'd want to see all kinds of fights on the list. So just to mess with him a little bit, I might have or might not have chosen things that aren't necessarily fight battles. Okay. So you put a lot of... I was more thinking... On a granular level, in Ooh, that a granular level. Well, it's either it's binary to me. It's option one or option two. Option one is you allow in all actual fighting, but option mm-hmm. two is it's if it's a battle, it's two forces on some level. You can winnow it down and, and dance around telling the same story. And it's like over here, it's just a few people, and over here, it's hundred people type right, of thing or right. whatever. But if it ends up the final battle is technically like mano a mano, that doesn't count as a battle to oh, me. Interesting. That's an f- epic fight. Okay. But that is not a battle. If it's one dude against like 100 and he beats all 100, sure, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. But it's got to be in the fight. It's a, so, like, so, so like Kill Bill, like her against all those people, that's not a battle. That would count. That would count. Because it's her taking on okay. a huge numbers. But if it's, uh, say, like a, um, a standard Western where it's two gunslingers at the end. Yeah. Or like Heat. He didn't because ultimately the end, the final fight yeah. is between the two of them. Yeah, it is. It is. The shootout is awesome. Okay, but I was like, well, that's not the final battle. The actual mm. battle itself mm. technically is the final fight between the two of them that determines. Okay, who wins or loses this equation? Okay, I may not have adhered to that. That so. was just my coming yeah. into it. I was just like, I want totally respect that. epic, not epic scale, but scale of some kind. Yeah, and I tried to. I don't think I really violated that all that much. Okay. Um, I think I, I I leaned. I think there's maybe one or two where it's mano imano, and one of them is probably going to be a controversial choice, but I don't care. Okay, <sighs> there you go. <laughs> what is it, Rocky, Rocky and Apollo? No, no, I didn't put. That you went with the first one. No, no, I didn't put any of that. But I, I Dude, is a battle with society. <laughs> it is a battle with socioeconomic status in this country. It is. It totally Identity. 
<laughs> you done? you, you, you justify done? it however you want to. But I saw no clarification from Hasso. All right, fair. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Um, so at the end of the list, we'll read Hasso's uh, list as we uh, after we compile ours. But uh, uh, how are you doing, man? How are things? Let's check in for a little bit. Let the fans get to know what's going on in your world. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your calling. As an afternoon DJ. Totally. Right, what's going on with your world? I'll let me know. <laughs> oh, I'm not done. Right. I think there's still time. 555-97-ROCK. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> you already have we got the s- hook. <laughs> it's true. Me and the outlaw from 3 to 7 this afternoon. <laughs> that's, what it, that's a sad thing that'll end up happening. I was you the outlaw. Have do, you have to do country station. Uh, oh, you yeah. Oh, of course. I have to. Coming up after the break, we've got one of those classics from Waylon Jennings. But until then, give me a call. Let me know what's going on in your world. We'll talk to you. Yeah, after exactly. This. Send a tweet to at the outlaw ninety seven rock. Let us know what you're thinking out there. <laughs> ninety seven country. Tell me what's going on. Uh, shit, I'll probably end up back in Virginia. God damn it! All right, we'll see. Anyway. It's all right, though. You'll be living the high life in Virginia, so it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you're, uh, what's going on? You just did the stand-up? How did that go? Some people it was a good came show. out to see you. Mark Ellis and friends. You were one of the friends. Uh, uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a nice lineup put together, and uh, I think everybody was the perfect length for a show. Yeah. Right around 90, 95 minutes. I mean, if it's a really good night. Yeah. Great. A show can go two, two and a half. Right. Something like that. Sometimes three. But by and large, you play the numbers. Yeah. It's like a good action movie. It does. This thing does not need to be 215 mm-hmm. uh, most nights. Especially, you know, if it's a weekend, yes. Weekday, people will have to get up the next day. Yeah. Even if it's a Thursday night, they may have a couple of drinks, but they still got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah. And it was a Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go, man. I totally planned on going, but then they offered me the Rambo uh, screening with the chance to interview Stallone the next day. So I was like... I got to do this. It. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got to do it. So that was pretty cool. But, no uh, thing. Um, yeah. I didn't know any of, you know, uh, Riley was there and I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know you were coming. I saw Rachel downstairs. I assumed I'd see some faces. Yeah. But, you know, I knew, I don't know, like eight, ten people. Sam Levine, was he there too with Rachel or was she there by herself? Did you uh, see Rachel I did not pushing? see Sam or Rachel. Oh, oh, you meant Rachel Silvestrini. Yes. Yes, you saw her. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant Rachel Cushing, so my bad. No. I get them both confused all the time when people say Rachel. Um, so Josh McCuga, Ken Napsok, uh, and Justine then, Marino, Candace Thompson, right. Mark Ellis. That's it. That was the lineup. Crushing it out right yeah. there for you. Cool, man. Yeah, it was a nice night. Um, everybody's doing just, you know, 10. Yeah. And then Ellis does whatever to close. And I apologize in advance. And I was like, man, I'm not going to sit in there and watch anybody's set. So I hope you have a great set. And I'll see you, you know, once you get off, I'll be downstairs. That's Matt Knows for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's every comic in the world. Just show, just tell me what time I'm supposed to show up. I'm going to show up right before. I'm going to do my thing, and then I get to leave afterwards. I'll be hanging that out. That is Matt Knows. You want to come down? That is every comic in the world. No comic sits and watches a show. Really? Never. Wow. It is super rare. Uh, Chappelle mentioned that, right? In his stand-up, he was saying, like, I don't stay to watch other comics, because comedy is like your... Oh, no, he said it in his epilogue. Comedy is yeah. like your woman, and you don't want to watch someone else... Yeah, do it wrong. Do fuck it, it wrong. Yeah, fuck it wrong. And I was like, wow. It's true. Okay. See, guys lose a show sometimes, and you're like, dude, they were so good until you. Yeah. Oh, and, I see what you're saying. An overall show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And because you were up there for 15, you lost them early, and now there's no... It's going to be an uphill battle to get them back, because they've had 12 minutes of, I don't fucking like you. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, Jesus, man. Where do you find the balance in that? Because it's like you, you comics always say like, you haven't really you haven't really done anything until you bombed on stage. Like a lot of comics say that's, that's but then if you bomb on stage you could be ruining a whole show. You don't blame the guy or girl when he when he when they bomb or do you like what do you do? How do you walk the line? Anymore no. Like where any comic starts out when you're bombing, you're all bombing together because you you suck. They're shitty shows. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So it's just a festival of bombs. <laughs> it's it's bad. And every once again, somebody will have like a spark of something. And you're like, John's figured it all out, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. We're over here. We're just not doing it. Uh, it's it's different. I've seen people bomb intentionally and they didn't like oh, where really? it was going and then turned on the audience. Oh, wow. And do 40 of fuck you. I've seen it. I've 40 seen it like, minutes? Yeah. I've of seen it fuck like you? Three, four times. Wow. You're like, this was not their fault. Whew. And you just sucked in the show. Wow. And instead of accepting it early on and trying to figure out another way, mm-hmm. you just turned on them because you brought your demons from somewhere else. Right. And fucking just laid it at their feet. Wow. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But if somebody has a bad set, it's like, that sucks. Yeah. If they do it all the time, it's like, well, why are you getting these spots? Right. But if right. it's a once in a blue moon, it's just like, I don't, you know, whatever you're going through. Yeah. But it's pretty rare. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. It does happen. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I really wanted to come see it. Sadly, still not. Rambo. Yeah, that was great, and he was very nice. Uh, got eight minutes with him by accident. Supposed to only have five. Nice. Uh, I asked the last question. He went on for two and a half minutes about Rocky, um, and I think by the time people hear this, maybe it'll have dropped on Collider. If not, look for it soon what on the, the YouTube question? page. Uh, it was: um, Are we dumb? Is have we seen the last of Rocky Balboa? Really? Yeah. That's simplistic? Uh, mm-hmm. I was expecting you to go deep, like pull something out. Oh, I did on the earlier questions. Like I asked him about how uh, Rambo is more proactive in this movie than he's ever been before. And he really appreciated that question, actually. And we had like a, a, a back and forth about it. Okay. And then that was the deep one. And, and But that one at the end, I mean, I kind of had to ask about Balboa. And then he went on, and, and I can't spoil it yet, just in case. But like he went on and on about uh, about it, and spoke about what may or may not be happening for the character, which was great. But then, I, and then I interviewed the two girls. But after I was done, I thought I was done. I was walking out, and his publicist comes up to me, and she goes, "Stallone's asked you to stay. He wants you to interview him again with the ladies." So I got to interview him again. I was like one of four or five people who got chosen out of everybody who interviewed him that day who got to ask him a question, uh, got to ask him some more questions. So, dude, meant the fucking world to me. How could it not? Uh-huh. Aside from The Rock, there's no one else that would. Maybe Tom Cruise would be the closest next thing. But Sylvester Stallone, just, I, he's just been in my life longer, and it's meant so much there to me. There are a handful Yeah, where you have a greater pull over your your contemporaries because I fell in love with you do right. I would be just as enamored to meet them on some level, but you it's a different right. I, I would love to sit down and have an honest conversation with Mel Gibson. Oh if, yeah, if it, this is never going to be recorded, man. I, I you know I just want to talk for like three four hours. Yeah, ease you into it. Eh, you know where are you yeah, from? Oh yeah. yeah, like what was the moving like? I moved a bunch as a kid. Right, find commonality and then just like what was it like? Where did your perspective on the world around you change. Right. And you now knew you were a celebrity. You lead a different existence from the rest of us. Like, I'm not judging the choices you made. Right, right, right. Because I wasn't, I didn't live it. Right. 
Like uh, when, when Russell Crowe went off the deep end and started throwing phones at people. Yeah. And everything we've seen has been, seems like a good enough guy. Mm-hmm. Probably has a temper. He's used to getting things his way, but yeah. by and large, it seems like a good bloke. Yeah. I, I know I'm in the minority on this, but I find it fascinating that people who won't even come close to achieving the genius of what other people do feel the need to be superior to those people. And, um, and I, I find that to be fascinating. Like, um, it's Tuesday. I can't ruin it, but something happened during a match recently and Mel Gibson came up and both people felt the need to shit on them. Both people who will never fucking achieve what this guy achieved felt the need to be sanctimonious and superior and it pissed me off on so many levels and I was just like, go fuck yourself. Like, I get it. I get it, right? I get it from a certain angle. If you're a Jewish person, the stuff he said, absolutely. But like, another one, neither one of them that I know of are Jewish but felt the need to, like, make a big deal about it. We already had the witch trial, and these people are like, this pyre's going out. (laughs) 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 Let me throw, you know, just one log on that fire. Keep it going. Remember, everybody, it's an eternal flame vigil. Yeah. We got to keep reminding ourselves. I mean, on the one hand, yes, I understand why you're doing it. On the other, it's not like the guy's in our life anymore. Well, I mean, he kind of is and is Kind isn't. of. He's trying to be, certainly. Yes. but And he certainly was nominated for Best Director, what, a couple of years ago for Heartbreak Ridge. So he's still in the area. Um, but I also think he was he, – he went to trial. He got his punishment. He did his thing. Served his time. He served his time. And he has some people who defend him, like Jodie Foster, who other people revere like crazy. So how come her opinion doesn't carry weight with you uh, if you want to – Get all sanctimonious. Probably you know? she may have seen him go on one of these spiels on a drunken bender one night and be like, oh, oh you did that number in Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this thing. I didn't thing. know you pulled this one out. Yeah. Oh, I love this tune. <laughs> it is one of your greatest hits. It is. It's track three. It's right when you're in a good groove. I fucking love it. Yeah, I know. I, I understand the outrage, but at the same time, it's like he did his time. Yeah. We all... Collectively gave him shit and shunned him. Yeah, and he did his acts of contrition. Yeah, and worked hard to get back and just wants to make stories. And one of these people was being sanctimonious. A lot of the women in a certain thing are upset at him for the way he's been treating them. So it's like you want to get sanctimonious, you need to take, you need to take a good goddamn look at yourself. So I'm just put it out there. <sighs> Casting that first stone is never yeah, a good idea. Well, uh, right, exactly. I certainly got burned by it recently, and I, if anyone's listening who. Maybe knows about it. I, I made a comment like this. Uh, this uh, uh, one of the um, hosts of this Star Wars uh, Resistance broadcast, Lacey. I've been on the show once, and they're really sweet people. And mm-hmm. Lacey and I had a fun back and forth about Kylo Ren and him being redeemed or not redeemed in Star Wars Episode Nine. And so uh, we'd had a playful back and forth on Twitter with gifts, like going back and forth with gifts, just having fun. And uh, I brought it up on – or they brought it up on Jedi Council. They asked, should he be redeemed? And I went off on a like a playful mini tirade, and I was like, no. And people like Lacey are like, oh, he should be redeemed because his dad would have wanted him to be redeemed. And so uh, people played that clip and took it out of context, and mm-hmm. it looks like I'm making fun of Lacey as a woman for feeling this way. And so someone tweeted at me about it, and I tweeted back joking about uh, – a person tweeted at me. I did not know the gender of this person tweeted at me about 
um, Ky- uh, about Kylo and said and use that alternating caps thing, which implies that you're an idiot and your take is oh, it's a right. Exactly. right, exactly. So it's I, fucking great. I exactly. love that. So it baited me, and I tweeted back and said, "Oh yeah, you people, you just you and people like you, you just wanna, you just oh, for Kylo because yeah. you like his smoldering pecs or his eyes and his pecs." And I was joking, and I put the eye roll. And I was just joking, like, oh, but playfully back and forth, you know, because she basically called me an idiot on their on their original tweet. So I was pushing back and being playful. Well, people took it and were like, oh, you're being misogynist. You're being sexist. And and I was like, holy shit. And it went off on uh, like a fire like all day. And I was just like blocking people and muting people left and right. Because I'm like, I'm not going to have that toxicity on my feed. And it was like, I, I had no intention because I didn't know the person was a woman who tweeted at me. And it was like, oh, my God, I got put on the pyre, man, and set on fire. And I, didn't, I haven't experienced that in forever, Matt. Still, though, no intention is a lie. Because what do you mean? If you ever respond in that capacity, yeah. any given point mm-hmm. online, yeah. there is always a chance that it can do this. You carry that risk. Oh, sure. For That's a fair point. incendiary attack on your end. Absolutely. So to be like, never expected this. Be like, well, you kind of had to on some level well, know that. I, I thought I'd get pushback, but I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't intend for the sexist or misogynist. Oh, does this bother you? No, I didn't no, even no, think no, about it. No, no, no. Uh, the sexist or misogynist. They have to clean it afterwards. But don't worry about it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> what is it? That seems like an even bargain. I got no problem with that. Yeah, um, no, By the way, I took my pants off for those <laughs> listening. Just in a chair. Just clean the chair. Just afterwards. enjoying myself, dude. It's a nice night out. You got the windows that's open. True. It's a Sunday night. Yeah. Relaxing. I kept the shirt on because that's mostly what you're seeing. <laughs> to keep it somewhat normal in here. But anyway, I, I, I didn't expect the sexist or misogynist thing. And I was just like so blown away by that because I had no int- I wasn't attacking of course any, not. any gender or anything like that. I was just, atta- just trying to have a play. And I kept saying, no, I was ball busting. I was being playful. And uh, a lot of the female critics were like, you should just shut up and listen when a woman's telling you you're being misogynist. I'm like, of course. But also by the other side, I wasn't being a, like it wasn't my intention. So finally, someone um, near the end of this whole thing, it lasted for hours, near the end of it said, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and assume you didn't know the abuse the people who have been fighting for kylo ren to be redeemed online have taken and she posted a meme and i was like oh shit well no i didn't thanks for taking the time to explain it to me i so apologize if i added in any way to that it certainly wasn't my intention but i could see how it could be taken that way so I'm sorry. So and that's all I needed is someone just explain where all this anger was coming from. Yeah. Because I had no idea. I really legitimately had no clue that just, like people are coming after these people yeah, just because they love, want Kylo to be redeemed. I love because they have this one random opinion about a movie. Yeah. They're part of the oppressed. And now they are lashing out. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well that's fictional. You well, can that's just like, disengage from the conversation, and that oppression goes away. So that's not true oppression. I kept trying to say that it was like it's not a real character. There yeah. is real sexism in the world. This is just a character, exactly. But is it uh, a representation at times, perhaps? Right, and, and that's and, where their contention. Yeah, was. we're trying to dilute that over time, right. but to hold it up to a fucking perfect moralistic standard is never going to work. Yeah. Never. Yeah. If we made everything milk toast, we would not have movies because nobody would go to see them if yeah. they're just boring. True. True. You know. Yeah. The villain is completely fucking black, and the the hero is you know black and white. I'm not saying yeah. the hero needs to be white, right, right, right. But those do do better in box office, so we might as well just keep that <laughs> keep that going, guys. I got to keep my no, people working, Black Panther, man. I got to keep my people, whatever, whatever it happens. I'm not saying no, right, right, right. But I'm saying, <laughs> what about us? 
What about us? What about us? Anyway, uh, anyways, we I, will get to a time where there's yeah. more general white guy outrage as opposed. Oh, to there like already people. is. Are you kidding? I know. Please, but to where people would take it seriously and be like, "Come on, guys, we we've been the villains now for for two centuries of movies." I think that's what's funny is seeing people get so angry. Like Christian gets angry sometimes, dude. I'm so tired of this white man narrative. I'm like, look, it's only been a year or two. I know. Like deal with it for a little bit look, and then li- and then roll back on it. It just becomes basically lazy, lazy stand-in for newest. It used to be Russians. It used to be this. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So just now we make it. And we kind of gone back to using the Russians a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's just a shorthand for villain. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's our turn to be the punching bag. I'm more than happy for it. I yeah. just want it to be interesting. Yeah, fair I enough. I don't really give a shit who does what role. I just want it to be yeah, you know, interesting. All female cast, great, great. Yeah, make a good movie. Got no problem with that. Absolutely. Okay. Transgender director with a, a you know, yeah. gender fluid lead yeah. actress or them or they, they or them. Do yeah. we have to change that pronoun? Yeah, we do. Or that that name for people who are identifying that way. Yes, I we have what, to change what, that pronoun. What? Why? Uh, because they have requested it. So what? in the business that I'm in, I have to change the pronoun. No, no, no. no. But I'm saying for actor or actress. Oh, actor, actress? No, you can do whatever you want. Some people prefer actor. Some female actresses prefer actors. Some female actresses prefer actresses. Yes. It just all depends. But now are we, we going to change something like that, that technically there is a male and female within it? Are we going to have a third, an actor, an act, you know, something, yeah. actressor? Ooh, that's weird. That is the Sounds like a dinosaur. third choice. No, I think actors are supposed to cover all. It's not supposed to be singularly male. So we it's just cut off actress. Well, there are some people that contend that. There are some people that contend that. I, I could see that. The mm. case we made. And there like, are some people who want to combine the genders into one for the Oscars. So it's a best actor, period. Mm. And I find both sides of it have compelling arguments. I don't know. Where I, like, There's times where I'm like, no, that makes sense. And then other times where I'm like, no, it's good to have the separation because... You know, you don't know what the voting body is going to do. What if what if there's nine men and one woman nominated? It's like, ah, shit, you know, and yeah. and, and would that influence people to nominate more women over men or what or men over women, depending on their particular point of view or what have you? It could lead to that. So that's that's my concern, I guess, to a degree. But, I, you know, I see the points of both sides. Um, but anyway, I learned my lesson about the Kylo Ren thing. And so, like, you know, if anybody's listening who's maybe still upset about it, I do apologize. Why don't we I just understand? So, take all of them and put them in like a March Madness bracket. And as the show is going on, we bring out two. They're head to head. They both have to act the same scene. And then we judge. Oh, my God. Boom. We like you better. And Hathaway, you're moving on. And they play for the mega Oscar at the end. That's not a bad idea. Like, if you could have some utopian, like, acting competition. You both give me the same scene. I can experience them anew each time. Meryl Streep versus Daniel Day-Lewis. Exactly. You both now have to do whatever the part is. doesn't matter if it's man, woman. You both have to pull it off. We're just drawn from a hat. Right. We put in all these Shakespearean and and David Mamet plays and whatever the case is. Fucking actor off. Don't give me that masked singer shit. Give me the masked actor. I like masked actor. But you kind of need the face to help sell the emotion. We got to take 10% of that if if it happens. The mass Singers, I don't understand how oh, the show is popular. I can't even I've never that. seen it. It no. seems so stupid to me. It is the dumbest show. I just, not for me. People f- fake guessing every week. The celebrity, oh, this, this 100% has to be Tito Jackson. <laughs> why would you I can tell that? from the body. <laughs> why would you that guess that? That is Tito. Is that the level of celebrity on this show? Why are you guessing that? 
Why wouldn't you punch up? It's J-Lo. Okay, we don't believe you, but it's, interesting. It's totally Tito. Uh, anyway, uh, now let's get into our list here. Um, as we said way at the beginning of the show, Matthew Hasso has, Matthew Hasso has requested top ten uh, final battle scenes in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to count them all down. Matt, how does this work? Once Mr. Hasso set a topic for us, we went our individual ways and created personal top ten list. Show back up here. I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we revealed our personal top ten list, we create the shows between the two of us. Boom. What do you got number ten, my man? So many choices. Oh, there really were. I was so many choices. At how many there were. We should have split the atom on this. Yeah. But that's all right. We'll we could back. easily do comic book. We could easily oh, do yeah. sci-fi. We could easily do war movies. We could, you know. It can go over and over and over again. It can. So I tried to mix it around as best I could, too. I, I did, too, but also found myself going towards a certain number of ones I couldn't resist. Okay. I steered clear of practically of one genre. Oh. I have one from it. Okay. Which is like, I could do five from this. Sounds good. That's going to dominate the list. Right. Um, so when you think battle... Number 10 is an interesting form of that battle. That's why I chose it. Okay. Uh, uh, Kingdom of Heaven. The director's Oh, nice choice. Cut. Nice choice. Okay. It's the only thing I've seen. Right. I didn't see the original when it came out. Everybody said once they had the director's cut, just watch the director's cut. Right. I think it's 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 a good movie. It okay. is a good movie. It's solid throughout. It's interesting to bring these, you know, a historical battle to light, the mm-hmm. sacking of J- Jerusalem or the liberation of J- Jerusalem, depending on which <laughs> perspective <laughs> that you have in that. Uh, the only character that I know for sure uh, was a historical character was Salah Aydin. Um But beyond that, I'm not sure who on the the Jerusalem side, the Orlando Bloom or Ed Norton is the king of Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. Or the Eva Green is future queen of Jerusalem, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know that like the Knights Templar were there. Yeah. Was the head of the Knights Templar named this, this Frenchman? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Salah Aydin is the only one that... I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's just interesting. You see a siege warfare uh, show up, and for that alone, it's right at the end. It's you see trebuchets firing off and ballistas. Wow! And those you ever seen those big rolling towers where the drawbridge comes over the top and goes oh, yeah. down over? Yes. So some of those, and they use what in essence is like a, um, a harpoon gun. Mm-hmm. I think the Romans had one called a scorpion, but it was a big ballista, and it just shot a harpoon into the side with rope. Wow! And they have two massive counterweights and it goes down and they take out like five of six. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is a lot of fun. I can watch this all day long. Oh, shit. I don't have to catch that. What all else right. is siege warfare like in HD? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I wonder what, what, what is this experience like? Mm-hmm. Cause most ancient battles happen in a day. They're not huge affairs like they are now for us where the battle of X right. took three weeks. Right. As you're slowly inching, you know, forward on these things. She's like, yeah. no, uh, 20,000 people die, but they did it in a day. Right. And then they were done. Right. Um, well, that's also what, when you don't have military tactics, yeah. that's why. You I know, mean, can you, you imagine have, how, to, yeah. how to communicate to your troops on the field before radio? Hand flags and all that shit? Smoke or whatever, or yeah. fire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and the chaos of war? Yeah. Just right. crazier when you see guys do tactics with like f- simple flanking maneuvers, but if you come and do this, it draws them out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man... <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is crazy because you're pinning everything on this one action. You can't tell them to change anything, right? So you have one game plan. And there's no deviation. Yeah, I hope I thought this through. <laughs> Shit. So to see a siege, and then you read the historical accounts of some sieges taking. Right, you just have to wait until their supplies run out, 
And then sometimes they fire in, you know, rotting corpses and stuff like that. <laughs> Jesus. But this siege in the movie only lasts like a few days. But I think mm. in real life it's mm, 10 days. Okay. 12 days. It's not the craziest siege of all time. Okay. But, you know, Salah Dean manages to sack Jerusalem and take it down. I'm going to have to watch this movie one of these days. The director's cut. It's good. It's supposed to be actually it's good. good. Okay. My respect. Uh, I, would, I would call it, let's say, out of 10, seven and a half. That's good enough for me. You know, Anything somewhere over in that ballpark. seven, I can take a chance on. Yeah. It yeah. might be, you know, it doesn't work in a couple parts here and there for me. Yeah. And Orlando Bloom is a little too altruistic on some level. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It plays into the overall. Everybody else is corrupt. He's a fascinating guy. He's a... Have like you seen the interviews with the Carnival Row stuff? No, no. Is it weird? Is it easy weird? I read one where someone was like, "Did you? Uh, how come you never did an SNL? Yeah. And it got offered to him. A, he says he used to be mildly dyslexic. Oh, shit. Could be true. Okay. But I think the truer aspect is the other side. And he's like, and also at that time, uh, my fame was like being in a burning car, I believe is the metaphor he used. Oh. And he didn't realize beforehand that it's on fire. Yeah. And now in hindsight, it's like, had he known... He could have done a better job with this oh, flaming car, but it just, it. it was so much, so fast, living right. a crazy lifestyle. It's right. like, I was too... Too wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's no chance of me doing that. That makes sense, because, I mean, like, he got it. He got the... Dude, Pirates. Well, Pirates, yeah, he got... And Lord of the Rings, he got them both right out of yeah. college. Out the gate. Uh, yeah, drama, drama school, like, right out of it. And then, uh, and then, of course, Kingdom Heaven, another franchise, and Troy... It was big, massive, epic movies that he was in over know? and over and over. Right. So, and you know, I think he's gonna. I think he's getting married to Katy Perry, and now he's doing smaller stuff. Like he's a bit more. Oh, they're engaged. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit more picky, I guess, with stuff. So, I think that works because, like, he's got all that money. Like, he is fine. It's more a matter of like now he can like indulge his artistic interests and take smaller projects and like. Get stronger as an actor, perhaps. Of, yeah, a lot of people like him in Elizabeth Town as well, which I haven't seen that Cameron Crowe one with him. Oh, really? I've heard nothing but bad things. Really? Oh, okay. nothing but bad things. All right. Yeah. Never seen it, so no idea. Yeah, it's the I've, rare one I've missed of his. Uh, yeah, the I've always liked Cameron Crowe, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm sure you're one of the people that loves Cameron Crowe. I love. Um, how can I say this correctly? I like his movies. Okay. And I love the experience of watching his movies, but I don't necessarily come back to watch his movies a lot. That's okay. what I would say. I love the experience I'm in the theater. Almost Famous is fantastic. I think that's his best one. It's great to watch. And whenever I catch it, it's fun to watch. But but like Jerry Maguire, I, I rarely go back and watch Jerry Maguire. I haven't seen it since Say Anything. I rarely go back and watch, even though I love that movie and I love the experience. I know just about everything about that movie and I love it. I don't need to ever see it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd rather see One Crazy Summer or... For Cusack, you mean? Or yeah, for, yeah, for Cusack. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, that yeah. era, because in my head, yeah. that's how I delineate it. Better I don't off that. Yeah, better off that. Oh. I don't think it was a Cameron Crowe. I think it was a Cusack movie. Right, right. Um, and the... Oh, Vanilla Sky. I, I, I think it's an uneven movie, but I still enjoy parts of it. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that since... Since, you, since it came out? Since it was out on DVD, like the first run, and somebody, mm. after they'd watched it, let me borrow it. And it's like, yeah. oh, I never saw that. And then watched it, and I was like, that was weird. <laughs> I might have enjoyed it more was now weird. as yeah, an yeah. adult. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because it's a more philosophical, ponderous film if it memory is. you know serves. It is, certainly at the end. And I wasn't, you know, 
Yeah. Well, I was an alcoholic at the time. <laughs> I, I did a lot of you know soul searching about why I was drinking. I don't need to then watch a movie asking me to do more soul searching. I plumb those depths. You were already in a burning car. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm down on the Marianas Trench being like, this is pretty deep. It's pretty deep. I don't think it goes any deeper. I'm good. I'm yeah. good here. Just leave me here. Yeah. You think anglerfish are bad? Trust me, there's way worse down here. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your number nine, man? What's your number nine? Uh, nine is not going to be on your list. Okay. Army of Darkness. No, it is not on my <laughs> oh, come list. Come on, baby. <laughs> I said, you know what? That was just, it popped into my head, and I'm like, oh, perfect. It is a huge, ridiculous battle. It is. It is. The undead it's a lot versus, of fun. it is. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a great final battle. It's yeah. something different on this list, because you could just go all one specific type of genre. Oh, sure, sure. Very easily. Mm-hmm. Just like, might as well pepper it around a little bit. Yeah. Easily my favorite of the, the three. Um, and it's just Bruce Campbell getting to do everything that I love about Bruce Campbell in the middle of a chaotic world that somehow all makes sense because I don't know, this is weird over here, but it has the same sheen of weirdness as this thing over here. Yeah. So if it's all true to itself, I allow for all the weirdness. Yeah. Um, what's it called again? Boom tube or something? Is that what his thing? Boomstick. Boomstick. That's it. My bad. Remember getting that wrong on a schmodown. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause I, I like Bruce Campbell, love Bruce Campbell, but I don't go back and see the Evil Dead movies that much, even though I know I remember loving the second one. I saw it in theaters. I didn't know what yeah. that was and loved it. And I liked the third one. I just don't love it as much as other people love it in this Three's year. the only one that I love. Okay. Fair enough. One and two are, are good. Yeah. I'm not taking it away from them, but it just I don't ever go back to rewatch you, whereas three, pop it on. Let's go. Where, which part are we at? Maybe I should rewatch it. When sometime. he bullshits his way through the necro- getting the Necronomicon, <laughs> the, all the little versions of him like attacking him. Yeah. The fucking over the top. Give me some sugar, baby. And he just—it's this weird Elvis-like character. It's the the hyperbole, the sense yeah. of cartoonish fun that they're willing to have. Yeah. If you're gonna go back and have a book of the dead, and there's gonna be bones walking around coming back to fucking fight <laughs> you and stuff. It's all, it's all tongue in cheek. This yeah. is truth. You don't have the budget to make a serious film, so <laughs> might as well make a comedy. Well, that's a good point. Um, all right, what's number eight? Uh, eight is 13 assassins. Son of a bitch. That's my seven. Okay. Do we do it now or wait? Might as well, All right. might as well do it now. Fucking 13 assassins is a great goddamn movie. And the final battle is 45 fucking minutes long. It's incredible. Well, it's 200 against 13. Yeah, man. And some, I mean, the suspension of disbelief. Sure. They do a good job when they, they partition off yes. certain parts. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, you got to cut it down to size somehow. This makes sense. Right. And the action is really fantastic. It is. Yeah, like the uh, the come up at the end where you know exactly where it's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, solidly acted. Everybody's relatively unique. There were times during the battle, whatnot, and they would say the character's name. And yeah. And take me once they flash to a close up because they're all wearing like dark material. Right. The Imperial soldiers aren't, but. And like, oh yeah, study his face and be like, oh yeah, he's that dude. A couple of the younger guys, I could, yeah, they yeah. Do, they kind of blend into themselves. Yeah. Whereas like the else? feral guy, yeah. never gonna forget. Of guy course. with the spear, no problem. The right. two older dudes, no problem. Right. His nephew, not a problem. Right. Right. It's like, oh yeah, the apprentice of. Oh yeah, of the of the, the second apprentice yeah. type of thing. Yeah. The apprentice of the apprentice. Yeah. And that first apprentice, that dude is just a one man wrecking crew. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. It's quasi believable that they took out. Two hundred. Yeah, because it's based on a true story. 
Uh, oh, it, is it really? Yeah, it is. It, and it supposedly happened. And the way they build up the movie, too. And if you haven't seen it, this is a great, like, modern films of modern film of a samurai story to watch because it's a slow build. And you get the understanding of this political situation mm-hmm. about this uh, incredibly uh, terrible ruler who is abusing his power as ruler and is like maiming these women just for the fun of it. And just mm-hmm. he's just a terrible, terrible person in power. And I like how they address the fact that this guy is terrible because he's never had to be normal. So for him, human connection makes no sense to him because he's never had to be human with anybody. Well, because he's never been able to connect because everybody's been below him. Exactly. So he's, he's in essence, a sociopath in one of the worst possible positions a sociopath can be in, which is an emperor of this, uh, of this well, he fucking is area. the shogun's brother or something along those right, lines. Right, right. So basically, you can't touch him because his brother is, you know, a number one. Right. But I think he becomes the shogun because the brother dies... And so that's why everybody protects him. I don't know. I don't think though. so. It's because they keep so- talking about the council that he has to, that he'll get appointed to. Right. right. Oh, right. That's right. So he'll go in and take, Yeah, because yeah. Well, as he's experiencing the war, like, this yeah. was the age of war. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is what we should be doing. Guys, <laughs> we should be out slaughtering each other. Um, it's that kind of lunacy, man. But, but it's not, it's not uh, cartoonish. No, it isn't. And that's what I mean. They do a great job of setting him up. Yeah, he's so detached yeah. from everyday life that mm-hmm. from his perspective, when he's like, servants are meant to serve, that's, you know, by letter of the law, especially for the samurai, you signed up for this. Yeah. That's yeah. part of the honor of the tradition of this. You don't defy me and you die. You put your life in, in service of saving me. Yeah. And no matter what decision I make, you have to go with it. Exactly. Right. You have to back my play 100%. Feels familiar. Um, uh, <laughs> not to get too political. All right, uh, number. Go jump on to my number ten. Yeah. All right, it's uh, the Wild Bunch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I had to throw. I was thinking about a western on here, and I was like, oh yeah, of course, the final because everything else, like you said, is like one on one. That's why I could do three. it. All my favorites. Totally. Just like, it's a one. I wanted to do Unforgiven. Oh yeah, great. But it's not really a bad. It's no, a, he kills five people. No, it's a revenge thing. He's just it is. like fucking terrible. It's one dude versus five people. Yep, that's a little too few numbers. And They're, five people in a consolidated yeah. room. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I couldn't do another one. It's just like, yeah, yeah. this really went a battle. I totally get it. Yeah, but with Wild Bunch, it's legitimately a massive battle with these five guys against like the entire Mexican army there at the back. T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, T Rex. Small just popping up in the background somewhere. Go T. Let's go do this. Uh, But yeah, and like it's a tragic, sad battle. But also Peck and Paul made it that way to kind of show you this thing about violence and our bloodthirsty desire for violence, which was a thing in the seventies and late sixties. And so Wild Bunch kind of fed into that. And Ernest Borgnine, you know Robert Robert Ryan, uh, so many great actors in this thing. And what happens to them and what they go through. And, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Jesus Christ. The guy in Network, I forget his name, the main dude. Oh. Uh, uh, Holden. William Holden. William Holden as well, who's the main guy. Good pull. In Wild Bunch. Yeah, man. It's a, dude, it's all just jumbled in there now. All the studying I've been doing for the Shmodan, it's all just jumbled in there. William Holden uh, leading them and everything that happens. And it's all believable. Like the ending is what it's supposed to be. It's not heroic in any way, shape, or form. It's true, it's disgusting, it's dirty, it's bloody, and in the end, 
the numbers eventually win because that's the reality of the situation. No matter how much you want to believe it is, even in 13 assassins, we just talked about, eventually the numbers can possibly overwhelm you, but they certainly almost well, take care of it. Yeah, in real life, the yeah. numbers, statistically speaking, they're all dead. Yeah, right. Exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at, yeah. So in a movie, this, though, it's not so unbelievable that you bring in like supernatural forces. Right, right. You're like, eh, these numbers are kind of pushing it, but at the same time... <laughs> You know, it's by the wild bunch. Like, I'm seeing guys no scope with a pistol yeah. from 75 yards. And be like, that's pretty impressive. Right. That right. dude was on the run <laughs> in a zigzag pattern. <laughs> you got him. And you were mildly concussed. Right. Still clipped him. Perfect shot. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's my number 10. Uh, my number nine is The Last Samurai. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that final battle. People, I know people have issues about this movie. It's Tom Cruise, so I love it, and I and it's samurai stuff, so I love it even more. And I know it's just white savior bullshit. I get it. I get it. I do in certain areas, in certain films, I totally get it. But in this film, this is a very like this is a destroyed character who is going into this situation, sure, you know, and he is. Uh, it's essentially PTSD he's struggling with from the terrible things he's done uh, under orders, serving in the army, killing women and children, Native American women and children. And so he comes to this other battle and ends up siding against his old command, against the people he would normally have been fighting for. And it's a great relationship between him and, and Ken Watanabe's characters that leads to what we see in the final battle, which is in essence like uh, this battle for honor, to die in an honorable way. And, yeah. and I love the way it all progresses and the fighting and the, the fighting modern warfare versus old warfare. And once again, old warfare cannot defeat modern warfare. It's a realistic ending to the battle. It just depends. Well, I never oh, thought no. about this. So uh, one of the podcasts that I listened to brought up the, if you go back to a certain point, like yeah. early musket fire, if you were to take Caesar's army against whatever, early musket fire. Okay. After that first volley of shots. Yeah, they have to load. All that. Right. But they're not used to up-close combat, whereas Caesar's legions are. Right. So at that point, a Caesar willing to suffer those losses on the early volley. Right. Rush in there, and now we have the upper hand, and we will destroy them. Lickety right. split. Right. So can we withstand that initial barrage? It's like, mm -hmm. I've never had that thought in my life. That is super interesting. Yeah. But in this, they have machine guns. Well, that's, that's they, the thing. A hand crank. Right. It's not a full machine gun. But once you have a Gatlin gun, yeah. this is, you need to update. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. You can't fuck around anymore, guys. Right. Because they were close to winning when it was just the single shot rifle stuff. Yeah. It wasn't until they pulled out the machine guns that they eventually wipe out. Well, the then samurai. you're just, it doesn't take skill. Yeah. Right. So it makes every man just an amazing killing machine. Exactly. And it's a scary... The only thing that always, maybe I need to rewatch it again. I've seen it a, a decent amount of times, mm. but Tom Cruise's hair is too good <laughs> in the movie. That's fair. So I know it's it's not so much like it's perfectly cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the he. It's supposedly dirty, but to me that just looks like product. It doesn't look like uh, McConaughey and mud or the Free State of Jones or whatever. Which is like I'm pretty sure you didn't shower for three days to like right. get this kind of oily. Like uh, uh, Donald Logue and the Patriot. I remember his oh, hair. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you were an alcoholic living this kind of Western frontier vagabond lifestyle, you would look gross as shit. Now, eventually, once he's centered in the new culture and can yeah. find purpose and whatnot, your hair looks as good as all the rest of theirs. Totally by it. Right, right. It was dirty. It was just like, it looks like you got product dirty in your hair. <laughs> like trying to give me a facsimile. Uh, it makes sense. A hey, buddy of mine, he can't get into you know certain westerns. Like all their yeah. teeth look too good every time they oh, smile. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, 
It bothers me now sometimes. Well, shit. Don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Everybody's teeth is nice in Game of Thrones. But if everybody's teeth was good in Deadwood, yeah, I wouldn't buy into the reality of that as much. True, true. There can be a couple. Yeah, sure. It's all through Game of Thrones. Nobody has bad teeth unless you're like... That's, that's fine. They're 80s. dragons. I don't care. They're dragons. They're dragons. That's fair. All right. Uh, my number eight is only got on this list, I think, because I had to watch it recently for the cinephiles, and that's Akira. Okay. Uh, yeah. I had not watched this Japanese anime. Is my, it not Akira? Oh, it's, yeah, right. As Emma Fife would correct me, Akira. Uh, but uh, it, it, you know, I haven't watched this one in a few years. It is my favorite Japanese anime for a number of reasons. I also collected the comic books for a long time as uh, in the eighties and nineties. But um, the final battle here, watching it again, it is an incredibly intense final battle as he is like becoming or metamorphosizing into this thing that's half half uh, electronic and computer and technology and half human and the skin breaking through the wires. Dude, spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, And then fighting the other uh, character, the other uh, uh, kind of like the other sentient beings in essence that are there and his best friend and uh, trying not to kill his girlfriend and his best friend's girl who he's trying to, the best friend's trying to get with. There's all kinds of shit. Plus the, the colonel, there's all kinds of stuff that happens here in this final battle and it is incredible because it also it also like touches upon this idea of technology versus humanity and how much combining the two can lead to something horrific and what have you and so um i really enjoy the final battle uh on it and i think that's why i made it because i just saw it recently i was like oh this is actually a fucking great final battle for an anime you know more realistic than you normally see in an anime anyway all right what's your number seven glad you love it so much thank you number seven is fury Oh, good choice, man. Because it is a small force on theirs, but they're taking yeah. on a, practically a full battalion of Germans. Good choice, bro. That's a battle. Yep. Totally a battle. And he, I love it. They played decoy. They played, you know, possum. Yep. Let them get in nice and close. And just, guys, this is, they know going in, this is, we're not going to make it out of this more yeah. than likely. So let's just take out as many Germans as we possibly can. And now it progresses. They make it for a while. Yeah. And all the guys getting clipped. It's you know, relatively believable. Mm-hmm. I would have to assume it's a stationary, ta- you know, target like that that you'd be able to take it out quicker than they did. Mm. Um, just flank around the back, and they don't—they're not covering their their back end. Yeah, and they just keep waving in from the front and the sides, and be like, "Pretty sure there's, you know, degree of view here is only about 180 degrees max. Right? Maybe a little more. I don't know." Was there anyone under the tank shooting from behind? Shooting from behind the back area? I don't remember. No, because they've got yeah. the the main gun on the front, and they've got Pena and the other kid. I can't remember his name, but he was in the the Percy Jackson yeah. movies, I believe. Yeah, uh, Michael Lerman. And like they're that. sitting in the two driver's seats because I think it takes two people to drive it and whatnot. Well, Logan Lerman, yeah, or whatever the case is. But they're firing machine guns out of the front of that. LaBeouf mm-hmm. is running the main gun, yeah. and Barenthal is, uh, you know, munitions. Yeah. Restocking, reloading LaBeouf's gun, getting extra ammo, etc. Yeah, and then Pitt is calling out the shots. Right, uh, but at the same time, I've never seen a tank movie like that. Never seen war from the perspective of a tank of just yeah. having to, this little you know ecosystem that you have to create with all these random strangers. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. I cannot imagine what that smelled like. Yeah, diesel fuel and dudes. Yeah, dudes farts. Yeah. Days on end in steel in a steel contraption. Gross feet. Yep, and yep. just uh, not getting to bathe all just that often. Bo, yeah, just bo yeah. in the fucking tank. It was mind blowing, man. 
Barenthal looks like he'd have swamp ass too. <laughs> so then I got like five days. You, you having swamp ass? <laughs> I'm saying his character in it. His character in it to me. Is oh, he, right. Because he's such a fucking like, just, animal. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so guttural. Place. It's like, oh, I don't think you wipe yeah. properly. That's yeah. my guess. Probably do one wipe. Like, good enough. You're like, that is not good enough. There. Yeah. You almost see him scooting his ass across the grass like a dog. <laughs> just slowly, <laughs> surely. Almost done. Try this machine. It yeah. works. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. to, so that final battle is that them doing the best they can to hold off what is seemingly an endless wave yep. of death. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. Well, eventually. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Well, you know, certain things happen. Yep. Yep. And it's David. It's it's definitely a film that needs to be uh, reappreciated. Maybe in a little way. Maybe a little more time. It'll be reappreciated. I think it's one of the best World War II films I've ever seen. Um. What's your number six? Six is uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, the whole film is a final battle. No, they do the pit stop before the final battle where they get, they decide, hey, you oh, know what? Go back. We're going back. Oh, okay. So there is a reprieve. That's fair. And it's right before we get into the last 35 minutes. Okay. It's a final battle. It's all it is. Okay. Just 13 assassins is 47 minutes. That's total. Yeah, all yep. the way to the end. I agree. It's just pure death and then fade to black. Right. And the feudal system in Japan, 23 <laughs> year, years later, was over. It was over. And now it's the Meija or Meira era? Yeah. M-E-I-J-A or R-A? I can't remember. Uh, Meija. I think you're right on the Meija. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my feudal Japanese knowledge is very limited. It's very limited. I know. It's not Romans. It's not Romans. Uh, yeah, exactly. Romans. You're a big some, Romans guy. Some aggressions. I like uh, World War Two, World War One. <laughs> I. I got my pockets. You do. And I like them immensely. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, so it's it's Tom Hardy eventually turning to, to Charlize Theron, Mad Max to Furiosa. Yeah. Saying, look, it, we have to go back because there's plentiful water, mm -hmm. there's food, and it's currently undefended. And we have to take the chance because there's nothing out here. Yeah. And, and to we survive, can, we got to We can't end chance. around them. Yeah. They have more supplies than us. But we could gun it back through the middle, yeah. and so long as we can cut off that pass, we can make it back before they get back. Yeah. And it's just the nonstop barrage. It's crazy when you go back and rewatch that. I can't imagine having all these ideas in my head and knowing that it's the right call. Yeah. Like the guitar guy still baffles me, and it works. <laughs> it totally works. It does. Let's suppose a couple of, I mean, if you're going to create Lord Humongous in Road Warrior then the guitar is not that much of a jump. Kind of, because the whole point is what? He's strapped in these bungees and there's guys on drums, big mm -hmm. tribal drums behind him. Yeah. But the engines and shit are revving so loud, yeah. they're never going to be able to hear this music. Oh, probably a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it just for like the set deck, the visual style? I think it's the craziness of it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is. from the director's standpoint, but yeah. even within the world, like Emerson no, Joe. Yeah. I think okay. he does it to show like... To this project. Is, yeah, this is how n fucking crazy we are. And this is how little we think of you as a possible uh, uh, combatant because we're going to bring out our guy to play music. for. Essentially, it's like Apocalypse Now when they play that Wagner shit, okay. the Valkyries thing as they're going in to attack that town. That's how little they think of the resistance, that they're willing to bring out some dude to play a fucking guitar with fire coming out of it. I, it kind of harkens back to at least imagery that we see from our revolutionary war with like a kid on a oh, drum and another drums. on a fife right right 
and just playing those little do 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 like marching songs. So they have that, but the revving of the engines. The whole point of that is to keep guys on time, so they're marching in step and whatnot. It's just they sing songs when they they march. And it's true. It's true. Yeah, it gives you rhythm. Yes, it does. Just bing, 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 bing. I don't Just hey, step in time, guys. Step in time. Trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. Exactly. All junior fossies. Just don't know it yet. You've already got. You understand the basics. One, two, one, two. I can I can move to a metronomic pattern right there. Bing, bing, no problem. There it is. Did you ever get into the, like the flipping rifle? No, fuck no. I didn't do any of that shit. You say fuck no? Did you guys make fun of them? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Were they the cheerleaders of the armed forces? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, you don't uh, you don't like you make, say that you, you ever met a male cheerleader? I don't, Dude, they are fucking yoked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I want to make sure I say this correctly. We we make fun of because it it's it's a for what we're doing, it's a bit show offish, and I think that's what rankles some people. And then other people love it because it shows. <laughs> Are you saying you're in the barracks like loaded M16s and be like, look at those. Those things at best have blanks in them. <laughs> look at that fucker spinning that shit yeah. around. No, that's, no, no. that's not a gun. He is a gun. <laughs> Just. No, no, no. Um, but yeah. All right. So that was your number six. That was my number six. All right. My, we said my number seven is 13 Assassins. My number six is the one mano a mano battle on my list. Uh yes, mano y mano battle. Yes, is uh, Man of Steel. The end of Man of Steel. Okay, I love that battle because, and I can hear people groaning, but I love that battle because it is the most realistic superhero battle you're ever going to see about Superman at that particular with those particular abilities. The, the them fighting in speed is incredible. The way mm-hmm. they catch that him and Zod going back and forth. Yes, I know they destroy all those buildings and cause all the damage, and they got all kinds of shit for it on the internet for that. But like the fight itself is one of the most realistic looking fight, battle fight scenes you will see with someone of Superman's abilities and and Zod's abilities, and that's what I love about it. And I love the ending. I know it's controversial. I know people don't, people some people hate it, some people love it. I'm one of those people that loves it. I love that he snaps his neck. I love that he realizes he's got to do it. And the emotional journey of that, that he has to kill and become the last living son of Krypton is incredible. And that's where the screen comes from at the end of the battle is this whole idea of like, I even I had to kill my own. And it's like, all this coming out. Um, and so all of it, I just really love the way they use the their powers and the way the, the the battle builds because like Zod doesn't know how to fight with like with all the powers coming through. He was using his suit initially, but when uh, when Superman busts up his mask, he has to like kind of try to adapt and essentially like a puncher getting like the like Ali talked about how they put like stuff in his eyes and he had to kind of navigate a couple of rounds kind of blind, that kind of stuff. And so it all kind of works and then as it progresses to the end. So that's why I like it. That's my defense of it. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I think it's the best Superman movie. There you go. Uh, all right. What's your number five? <laughs> that was my praise. <laughs> Mate, I respect it. What's your number five? Uh, five? I was dancing around like, should I go with this one? Should I go with that one? Like between that and four, just the placement of the two. Okay. But I'll just keep what I wrote down. Master and Commander. Oh, yeah, man. It was so, I was this close, dude, because it like, would be nice to have a, a naval battle scene on my Yes. List. But then I was like, no, I can't deny how I like these others just a little bit more. So, oh, dude, this but is, I wanted to. I really wanted to. This is another one where I have been fascinated by. 
I have read mm. numerous accounts of uh, Magellan and Captain Cook. I've read like three books on Captain Cook. Wow. And I've read – I find that – I don't know how in the world anybody signs up for that. Hey, sail into the unknown. Mm-hmm. You think there's a landmass over there. Good luck. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll see you in two, three years. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Like Magellan, I'm going to circumnavigate the world. Yeah. Dude, that is that is asinine. But humans have not. Humans have always had this natural desire to explore. True. And to push so, it, to be to the first. It. Exactly. To do all those things. Okay. I 100% get it. But every other endeavor, that's why I've read so many books on it. I could, I don't. The appeal of it is utterly lost on me. Yeah. Being stuck on a boat, like going around. Uh, the Horn of Africa and the weather is so just calamitous and tumultuous that huge swells come up. It's like going up in the North Atlantic, all the the uh, the fucking crab fishermen. Oh yeah, deadliest yeah, yeah. catch. Deadliest Took catch. Me a right, right, right. Watching that and be like, yeah, those swells are huge, and if you get knocked off, you're you're dead in mm-hmm. thirty seconds. Yeah, forty five seconds. Like you don't have long. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Crab's good. Right. <laughs> is that good? Right. Is that good? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously the payday is good enough and it's a job and, you know, some guy signed up for a bit. But so that and then the subterfuge when he uses what Paul Bettany, you know, inadvertently teaches him about camouflage. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Making yourself look like a weaker thing than to spring and become what is, uh, you know, prey become predator. Yeah. So they're like a whaling boat or something and they're chuffing out all this smoke and whatnot and it draws in that yeah. French privateer and they get it close enough and when they go across deck and it's dead quiet yeah. I literally I'd be walking across with shit in my pants <laughs> just my scent is probably going to give me away the swamp ass would give you away. yeah long before tank makes way more sense to me yeah because you can still open it up and you walk around boat is you live on this boat yeah you may never get off this boat this, there's a chance this is going to be your tomb. Right. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> like the kid that, uh, I'll say it, cannonballs himself because mm-hmm. he feels he's bringing bad luck and yeah. him looking up longingly as he floats down into Davy Jones's locker. Dude. No, thank you. Yeah. But I'll read another book on it because that shit is scary as fuck to yep. me. Yep. Yeah. It's like mountaineering. I've read, I don't know how many books on mountaineering and expeditions and all that stuff. Right. I will never do it. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Although I'm closer to doing that than going back to Magellan's time and getting on a boat. I would rather go up K2 than do that shit. Yeah. I'm uh, good. I'm good either way. I'm good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I have no desire. Yeah. I'd like to go to base camp, you know? Yeah, hey, maybe. See, what it, see how big it actually appears. Yeah. And the glacier and this and that and the other, especially on Everest because you know it all, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, all the tourism has made it into certain areas a dump. Yeah. Because it's just impossible to take the shit down. So there's just yeah. crap. You're like, this probably isn't a good idea. But anyway, Master Commander. Wish they could have gotten the full series that they had intended to do oh, yeah, out yeah. of it. Yeah. Turn it into a TV show, guys. I think it's certainly ripe for a television yeah. show nowadays. Six, eight episodes, I mean, season one. If you can have the terror on AMC and black sales that's on stars or whatever, how can you not have Master and Commander? The rights can't be that much. Well, I think... The only reason to even call it Master and Commander is if you get Russ Crowe. Oh, you think there's no one to replace Russell for No, TV I just don't version? think it has as strong a pull. Mm. Like, independent of itself, because I know okay. it was a book. Right. But it's not like when they talk about bringing Dread back. Uh, right, 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 right. It's like, ah, oh, well, there's a pre-existing, it already exists in this kind of sphere, you know what you're getting. Yeah. 
we liked the first one, but willing to give it a second chance. I, nobody saw Master and Commander. Right. Unfortunately. That was my five. What's your five? Okay. My five is uh, Excalibur. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I fucking love this movie, and I love this final battle. It's always been one of my favorite things. Um, listen, I wanted to put 300 on my list. I hate to kind of like... Uh, foreshadow? Yeah, foreshadow, but it's not. Because the the battle is through the whole movie. So to me, there's no final battle that I was, they really have. I thought you might have it. Yeah, I was really considering, but it's like the whole thing is just in stages. So there's no real final one. They're constantly fighting Xerxes the whole time. So there's not real final one. This, though, is. There is a final one, and it it's great because it's right after, like, they've, like, uh, you know, they, you know, Arthur's lost the plot. He's old now. He doesn't have Excalibur anymore or doesn't have the Holy Grail anymore. Uh, Miri, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Guinevere is off in a convent. Lancelot is like a crazy priest leading a cult against the Knights of the Round Table. This whole thing. And then uh, uh, what's his face? It, uh, it goes after and gets the Grail. Uh, oh, shit. What's his uh, fucking Percival? Percival. Percival gets the Grail, comes back. Arthur takes the sip. He realizes the land and the king are one. He is reborn, and the fucking Carmina Burana fucking song starts. And you and they're going through, and like flowers are popping up where once there were just dead branches and everything like that. Goes to Guinevere, gets Excalibur, gets all the Round Table to go the knights together, and then they go into battle against Mordred, his half son. From the the uh, uh, from uh, what's it Morgana tricking him uh, and them having sex and um, he fights the whole thing and 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 uh, and then Lancelot shows up just when they're about to get beat Lancelot shows up because he's been called to show up and they have the final and then Arthur fucking dies but first he kills his son he kills the evil then dies because he has to die for the sins of his ego and pride and that's like fantastic man it's a great fucking final battle. Beat by beat right there. That was <laughs> I just love it, man, for that. For the fucking fucking score and it's swords and I just have a thing for that, so all right. Anyway, anything you want to say on that? <laughs> I believe I've seen it. Oh, That's the best. Holy best I can tell you. shit. I believe I've seen wow. it. Wow. This may be the film I've watched the most in my entire life, Excalibur. It's Who are the leads? Or Top Gun. It's it's either Excalibur or Top Gun. Who are the leads? Who are the leads? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh, Nigel Terry and Nicole Williamson. Nicole Williamson plays... Exactly. Those Merlin. two old chestnuts oh, that everybody well, knows the work I of. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, obviously, obviously. But Patrick Stewart's in it. Liam Neeson's in it. Helen Mirren's in it. Sure. Uh, they all were these, all very young and had small parts. They were. Well, not Helen Mirren, but certainly oh, really? Liam Neeson. Yeah, her part's pretty big. Don't do uh, But yeah, Patrick Stewart's parts is sizable in that he's Guinevere's dad. So okay. well, yeah, he has a, a decent part, but yeah, pretty much everybody else you barely know, you barely may have may have seen him in something. So, but yeah, there you go. All right, anyway, and uh, the guy who plays Arthur recently died a couple of years ago, which was a shame for me. All right, which number four? Uh, four for me is Rogue One. Great choice, great choice. I it was that <sighs> or Jedi. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Overall, because there aren't teddy bears. <laughs> it's what it is. It's, it's, I'm not denigrating the film because as a kid, I thought that was the height of cinematic achievement. Of course. I, I still love it to this day. Yeah. But talking about pound for pound, my enjoyment and belief in the world, Rogue One cements that a little bit better. Yeah. So much so that the closest they get to that is when, um, who is it, uh, Akbar's previous 
his, his cousin oh, yeah, 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 or yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah. calling the Hammerhead Corvette. Yeah. And it is exactly what it is. I mean, it's, it's literally, you know, it's the old Mitch Hedberg call refrigerator because it keeps things cold, a toaster because it toasts. Like yeah. Hammerhead Corvette looks like a Corvette with a Hammerhead's head on the fa- yep. face of it. Yep. And it just rams the fucking thing into the shield. And I was like, that is all I wanted in this moment. And I can't believe I didn't know it beforehand. Thank you for giving it to me. It was awesome. Yeah. And the whole thing is just that. the Knowing that they have to die in this disgustingly beautiful way yeah. in which they transpire. Mm-hmm. They all like slowly but surely get picked off. But it's in, you know. It's totally believable how it happens. It is. And it's emotional as hell. In, in service of a greater goal. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe I made a it's just not putting it on my list. And then on top of that, it's just like right it's when you think the battle is over, boom, Vader Saber. You're yeah. like, this battle's still going, baby. <laughs> this battle keeps going. Oh, man, that movie. The people that, that do top 10 lists of Star Wars are like, it's my 10. Yeah. Okay, explain. Yeah, Rogue One is like in top five for me. Maybe top three, top four. It's top two to top three. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Top two to top three. When we were in Chicago, I rewatched it on the way back from Chicago after our live event, and I fucking fell in love with it all over again. It's such a good, well-paced, well-acted, well-constructed movie, and that ending is incredible mm. and emotional and everything you'd want it to be, um, and so much so that I wish I could see the original cut of what they the darker oh the before the reshoot yeah the darker Rogue One they wanted to do I wish I wish I could have seen that, that would I mean fun. you could say upon rewatching because part of me does believe it I guess on some level yeah I could just skip forward to when she first shows up at the Rebel base and they're determining whether or not to sure it's like I I know the backstory yeah 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 so I don't need to see all the backstory on how Mendelssohn is a dick yeah and who your parents were and all that so let's just skip forward to you on the journey. And I'm a thousand, but I still like the other. Totally. I just don't need to keep seeing it over and over again. That's a very good point, man. Absolutely. You could just start there. That's a great point. We could just start the movie there. Uh, all right. What's yeah. yours? Uh, my number four is uh, the end of Seven Samurai. The final battle okay. of Seven Samurai. Okay. Yeah. I Look, Magnificent S7 was, but I was like, I got to take the original because it's so long, much longer and there's so many more emotional beats uh, with what happens to the great swordsman of the seven, to Shira Mifune, and I think a couple of the other people, like what happens to them, and then just the battle itself and how it changes and uh, the stages it goes through, then the rain gets involved and the uh, the uh, changing allegiances of the villagers in terms of their desire to fight, desire not to fight, and, the sen- and then eventually the desire to fight. All of it is so well done. Um, and it, he... And Kurosawa keeps your attention all through it. It's really incredible the way he does. I mean, this is a three-hour black-and-white movie about samurai defending yeah. a small town. And it is, for me, it is, at times, depending on the day you ask me, number two or number three of my favorite films of all time. And there we go. <laughs> it happens, man. It sticks. Yeah, I know. But uh, this is, I just love this uh, ending so much. And, and because it becomes philosophical at the end, and what happens to the peasant farmer who was part of them... Uh, or who used to be a peasant farmer but wanted to be a samurai and then ends up coming back. And then the two older dudes looking at the graves of the men who died uh, defending that village and talking about, like, yeah, well, we made it. Yeah, what now? You know? And so I just love it for that. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. You're not wrong with Rogue One, that's for sure. No, uh, I, I just wanted slightly larger numbers by and large, you know? Yeah, I hear you. It's uh, like 13 assassins. You're like, oh, yeah, there's 200. Yeah, true. 
Fair point. Um, well, there's a lot in, there's a lot here against Seven Samurai. It was a lot. Yeah. Was a, I, I got you. The, I think it was 50 to 75. It was a lot. Fury is, but I, that, that's like a, they've got machine guns. Right, they've right, got, of course. It's like, I, in, in my own head, this is the fluid dynamic of the definition. Yeah, so I, try, I try to keep it. Three for me is Endgame. Uh, that's a punt. Yeah. Uh, three for me is actually Civil War. Which is the closest to the mano a mano, I guess we get again, which is. It is it's mano a mano a mano. That's well, why I didn't do the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a great final fight. I just think this is a great, great battle. It is. It's a great, it's one of the best fights. Okay. To me. I hear what you're saying. Maybe I should take, you know what? I'm going to take it off and I'm going to put Rogue One uh, and move up Seven Samurai. So I'll put Rogue One at four. Okay. I think you make great logic there in what you said. So. I'm gonna take it off. I put seven. I put Rogue One at four. It's like why, why you can't put like the raid or the raid two. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do awesome that either. Awesome fights, but yeah, okay. It's a fight. It's not a battle to right. me. Definition of battle is like two opposing forces. I feel better about my list already. Rogue One at four. End of uh, Seven Samurai at three. So what's your three again? Three was in game, which is a punch. Okay, your three is now Rogue One. Yeah, my two. Oh, your two. My your two, two is uh, not on, on not on your list. Okay, uh, the two towers. Battle of Helm's Deep? Yeah. I'm going to shock you. That's my number two. Okay. Yes, sir. That battle is incredible. That oh, shit is. with the elephants at the end of fucking Return of the King, not for me. This battle is awesome. When Gandalf, like, in the third movie and the eagles show up, yeah, it seems so cheap. Yes. But I know it's in the books. I know it's whatever. Whereas when Gandalf shows up at the end of Helm's Deep, I don't know how much more I could have taken. <laughs> I knew they had to win, and just like, how are they going to win? Right. Like, they're, I mean, they're crushing, mm-hmm. and they're still losing. They're doing yeah. way better than any person by rights should ever do. And yeah. I love the back and forth with, like, Gimli and Legolas. Yes. How many is it at now? Like, well, ah! <laughs> in the middle of all this carnage. Yeah. And, like, early siege weapons with the people that come with the bombs to blow up. Yeah. Gunpowder, the first time anybody, you know, perhaps have seen gunpowder on the battlefield. Right. Which is, you know, an homage to World War I because mechanized warfare didn't exist yeah. before then. Uh, it's fucking crazy going back and reading accounts or hearing about <laughs> a lot of sides came in thinking, oh, I'm used to dealing with artillery right. of Napoleonic Wars. And it's just like, well, yeah, but the Industrial Revolution happened. <laughs> and now how we can manufacture on a level that your brain hasn't ever found. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, Little the name drum fire because they were dropping so many bombs. It sounded like somebody just doing a rat a tat on a snare drum. A little yeah. brrr, like Jesus. Yeah, You're like oh my god, those are bombs. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that like, you were used to like a twelve pound cannonball coming at you. Yeah, like, fuck that shit. Yeah, but so in Helm's Deep is that it's oh, yeah. it's just we're going up, we're taking down this unending orc army comes flooding mm-hmm. over this hill. It's so good. And the film's been building to this battle the it whole has. time. So you've been waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. And when it happens, it does not disappoint. And the rain and the nighttime and every all the different conditions that they have to endure. And then fucking Gandalf shows up, man. And it's like this bright white light. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit. A light in the darkness. Yes, a light in the darkness. And, you know, you, 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 you couldn't be blamed for forgetting that he had... You know, would died, and so you weren't sure if you hadn't read the books. You're not sure if he's supposed to show up or not. And then when he shows up, you're like, "Oh fuck!" And it's great. Um, uh, and just everything they, they endure. And you're right. Like even the, when Gimli tells him to toss him, yeah, he's not to toss. Him. Throw me, throw me. What? What? <laughs> 
throw me. Such a but yeah. between their banter, yes, over the last film and this film as they split off and they're just going down their own separate journeys. Yeah, they've really built up that rapport between them. Yes, a friendship. Uh huh. Yes, a fellowship. One would say. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 the complaints. I know people like. People like hate, hate like I I playfully bash the this uh, trilogy and it is playful because there are some really incredible incredible scenes in these movies and certainly Helm's Deep is one of the most intense like rah 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 and then like what the fuck's gonna happen kind of experiences you can have when you're watching a battle on screen you know and it's my temptation to buy this. One in 4K to see what it looks like that that battle in 4K. don't do it dude. the two towers borrow it. Okay, I'll borrow it. I'll borrow it. I mean, how often do you, you really watch this is what my This is what my girlfriend says all the time. She's like, why do you buy these 4Ks? You rarely watch them. And I was like, I don't know. It's the hunter-gatherer in me. You know, I was like, this is one of the last places that I do that still is these 4Ks. Still, if that's the mentality, then you would have died because you've been hunting and gathering things that were easily gettable and provided <laughs> no sustenance. So I, that definition doesn't exactly apply. Well, because I, I, yeah, you know, I hunt and gather my food you just mean, fine. You mean driver hoarder because you drove <laughs> somewhere. I'm not a hoarder. I'm certainly not a hoarder. I used to be. Holy fuck that I used to be a hoarder, but I am not a hoarder. Now. I, I abhor it like crazy. I mean, in fact, I just threw out four fucking large garbage bag clothes, uh, full of clothes, rather. Because, threw it away? You didn't donate? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Donate. I'm sorry. I meant to say donate. Yes, I donated to the veterans administration. Like, I donated to the veterans thing. Um, but it was four fucking bags because I was like, it's time to change the wardrobes. Time I'm holding on to shit from yeah, years back ago. So yeah, much. yeah, you just kind of, just like, this is what works now. Boom. And five years from now, I'm going to toss this shit away and start over I know. again. I need Hopefully. to get back in the mentality of, I need to update some of my clothes. Yeah. But I also, it's like, ah, I don't know. I don't really, I haven't felt like it. Yeah. And it's fine. I'm Lin- good to go for a while. Lindley's like that. She's like, I've had these pair of jeans. I'm like, honey, you could afford something better. Afford something better. But she's just like, no, these, why? Who am I trying to impress? She goes, yeah, who these am I work. trying to impress? Yeah. These work. She's like, I already got you. I'm like, all right, fine. Fine, oh, fine. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was a good little subtle compliment to yourself. They did not feel no, forced no, at all. No. I already got you. Oh, it's her way you. of saying, I- I'm comfortable. I don't have to do more. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, great, great battle, blah blah blah. So, what's your so what's your number one? Is uh, Saving Private Ryan? Oh, okay, yeah, not on my list. Uh, I know, I know, you hate me for that, but go ahead. I, I don't hate you for it. I just don't know why. Didn't even make your list. Did not even make a, a discussion within your mind of making? Oh, it did it? Did it? Did it? Did there's just. I just want those listening to know that he's making so little eye contact that that it did is he remembered it and then dismissed it out of hand. Instantly, pretty much, pretty much. I don't feel the emotional weight of that film that you do, so that's the only thing. I think it's just because ultimately you sided with the communists that flooded into East Germany. Ultimately, and you're like, that's where my rationale sides, not with the Americans trying to liberate people. You caught me, man. It's collectivism. <laughs> you found me out of a pink socialized color. collectivism, <laughs> and that is. You are wearing a you know a linen T-shirt right now. I, uh, I think it's linen. I don't know if it's linen. It's polyester. I think the welcome mat says Tr- uh, Trotsky's welcome. <laughs> it right does. On the front. It does. It's in red. It's in red. <laughs> of course it is. Bottom side is in pink. That's right. It's depending on who's coming over. Mal's on the other side. Oh, you got Zadong. <laughs> of course. Good for you. Get what were the uh, the five pestilences that you killed here? Was it five or four? I can't remember. I don't know. Is that something he? It's in the in the book. Yeah. He, uh, no. 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 He. Um, 
when he took over after what is it the boxer revolution oh the boxer yeah 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 um, so he instituted a basically trying to improve the country of China. Yeah, it was like four pestilences, and he wanted to kill all of X, Y, Z, like eradicate all grasshoppers, I mean, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But one of which was this uh, bird, and then because of that, insect populations ballooned and took out all their crops. Oh wow! Yeah, so it backfired on him so hard. It was an interesting, you know, how man can have influence on the world around them and the nasty repercussions. Right. Thereafter, you take out some part of the ecosystem. Uh, But yeah, I think there were sparrows or something. Okay. Yeah, they're just basically you got paid per head. Whatever you can bring in. Right. Uh, I don't know. I think it might have just been on the patriot or patriotism side of this is your collective job. Everybody should be out trying to do this. Right, right, right. But But it's been a long time since I've Read any Chinese history. Okay. I like the more ancient stuff as opposed to the newer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like the old hits. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> hey, guys, why don't we do this wall? Talk to me. <laughs> it's, uh, that to me. be ba do I like early Frank, you know? Play the great wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Free bird. <laughs> Stay away to heaven. Stay away to heaven. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, Robert Plant's got a new solo album. Gee. <laughs> I think I'll steer clear of that, but uh, Cashmere, buddy, you want to play that? <laughs> I'm cool with Cashmere. Uh, uh, but Saving Private Ryan, just yeah, go ahead, man. The end. After you have that opening of storming Normandy, it's oh, like, yeah. there's no way they think they don't eclipse Normandy, but they get to the same heightened impassion. You know, they finally find Ryan. You're coming with us. What makes me any more different or special mm-hmm. than just fighting? It's the whole point that I'm there. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful way to wrap it up uh, at the very end. Too with with the the yeah. morph from Damon into later on. Well, that's Hanks dies and tell me I'm a good man. Yeah, yeah. earnless. Just fuck it. But also the knife thing, the Uden thing is fucking yeah. intense. And uh, no, no, no. Yeah, the slow plunge. Oh fuck! And, and then, then what? Up him. Yeah. Up Get him. off your ass, bud. Yeah. And then up him has to like you know when he sees the German dude, he's like, God damn it, you know and. All the shit that goes on through this. So it's a great... Look, it's a great battle. I, I got no... It, like I said, it just doesn't have the emotional resonance for me that it does for other people who love the film as much as they do. And so it's, I, just, so I didn't think about putting it on. I thought about it, obviously, but I didn't, I didn't put it on the list. There you go. You should have taken the movie Stalingrad, you know, where <laughs> oh the Russians God. beat the Nazis. <laughs> you would have... You'd have felt right as rain. You'd have been. Is that a movie? Stalingrad? Yeah, they made a Stalingrad. I don't know if it has a big. Uh, is it a feature I can't remember film? if it has a. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's just about the foolhardy of. That's why no one invades Russia in the winter. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody learned this, and Hitler's like, I mean, I think we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can do it. Um, all right. So then, my number one is a pun from earlier Avengers Endgame. Uh, dude. I've seen the others more. Yeah, I totally understand. It's not even a, a you know. It's my three. It's not like it's a. Those were the first three I wrote down in that order. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, Two Towers, Endgame. I was like, all right, well, those three are done. I can respect that. Um, I recently, uh, on the trip to Australia, I watched the film going to Australia and I watched the film going back to Australia and wasn't bored either time. And that battle still fucked me up both times because. Okay. Just that moment when Cap is standing there by himself against this horde of fucking Thanos' people. And you, it's, it's, it's the best. It's a great comic book He panel pulls that moments. strap tight. Yeah, man. I, mean, I suddenly realized why Cap was such a big presence mm-hmm. in comics that I never read because he was just too, 
too bland. Yeah, yeah. Seemed, from afar, it's he just was like, so Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, well, what is? Why do you need this? Why is he in my mm-hmm. Avengers? I guess everybody can't be a fucking shooting star. I right, get it. Right. Um, but in this man, yeah, dude, and just the Avengers assemble. Yeah, when he gets Mjolnir. <laughs> And you've been waiting twenty, what twenty two films for somebody to finally say it, uh, whether it was him or Iron Man. But it's great that they could, that could have been the most overused line, oh, yeah. in every movie. Like oh. if this is a nineties MCU, they're saying that in every movie, or an eighties MCU. It's Avengers Assemble. This is Fast and Furious, like family. Yeah, anytime they say family, <laughs> so there you go. It is, but and the way he underplays it too, Chris Evans just says. Assemble. He doesn't go like, oh, ball. He just says it real subtle, like, mm-hmm. man. And then fucking Hemsworth loses his mind running and shit. But I, I love it because it starts out from a place of those three taking on Thanos, and then it progresses to so much more. Well, he right? gets nim particled through time, and then I like how the, yeah, nim, right. the nim particles can only work on one individual unless you guys are all on the same ship together. <laughs> And then suddenly, Shh. I know, that was like a, hold on, so what does it matter when Rudd goes this, if they're going to the same time stream, couldn't they just hold hands then, and then they only using oh. half the NIM particles? Oh, good point, good point. Yeah, uh, but who cares? I don't care. It doesn't depreciate my enjoyment. Not at but all. But they had already been nuked from the sky Yeah. at that point when they showed yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the nuke from the sky. So, and then it's like, you know, Thanos is just waiting. And the three of them come up and they're going to go at him. And they have that fucking battle as like an appetizer to the final battle. Because what's left is, you know, Thor's knocked out. Iron Man's kind of phased. And, uh, and uh, Cap is left to like broken, half his shield broken to like yank the straps. When he yanks the strap, standing there, and he's leaning in like the left leg is in front of the right leg, I think, and he's leaning in as a as a tired, weary soldier would, and then the fucking orange holes, all those holes, the the portals that Doctor Strange uses, all pop up, and you're just like, oh shit! And that battle is incredible from beginning to end. Great emotional moments, funny moments. Stakes are never uh, out of the realm of your oh, out of the out of your sight. Uh, and then the moment happens at the end. And yeah. it's like, wow, what a gutsy fucking ending, man. I mean, to do the, the Doctor Strange portal, it, that that could feel really cheap. Oh, hey, look at that. How convenient is this? Everybody just shows up because right. they've got a couple of strangers with them. You know what I mean? Right. They've got the Asian guy and they've got the this. What What is the order that they're called? What do you mean? Of oh, yeah. The, doc- yeah. The, uh, <sighs> You know, like a both fed as a Mandalorian. Right, right. I forget. Uh, the monks. They're all monks and whatever. Yeah, but, but do they, they, they've got to have a specific yeah, name. They do. I just don't remember it. Yeah, I just but, don't yeah. want to go. Because after that, they're all nameless. Well, Dor- the Dormammu is is the, the villain. The evil, yeah. Yeah, but the uh, Agamemnon, Agamem- Agamemnon, whatever no, it is. Agamemnon is, the eye isn't of that Zelda? Agamo- Agamotto. It's the eye of Agamotto that is what. She has and he has. You could have said anything right there. But I, well, not, obviously not Agamemnon. The, the uh, eye of Shinzato? Sure. <laughs> Shinzato. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If, especially if we're going Asian. Yeah. I, I don't know. I forget their order. The eye of Akira. It's a, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the order, but it, obviously it is an order and they all, you know, they're all, like, yeah. all the monks are coming through Whatever along and everybody. Yeah. But in this, who they do. Yeah, hairs. Yeah, on the back of the neck, and like Every oh, game on. You all Thanos coming in, cheap shotting us, firing yeah. from the sky, like as a tactician, not a bad tactic, right? You know, 
catch us unawares. Um, although someone pointed out, and I, I didn't realize it, I didn't think about it, and it's one of those thoughts I, I wish I had. Bringing those people back after five years would have been, we would have ended up instantly losing a bunch of them because we no longer have the food production and oh, electricity sure. production sure. and all that stuff to handle. Right. Half the world's population suddenly showing back up like, oh my God, starvation is going to happen real quick. Yeah, true. true. Um, Unless Christ comes back with you. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have some time. Or cannibalism becomes sheep. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple options here. You know what's cool? Cannibalism. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, you ever had like a early 40s white guy's choice butt before? It's like it's succulent. It's nice. Nice amount of fat to muscle ratio. Swamp ass becomes the blowfish. It's like you do it, but you might die. Oh, you got to get in there. You don't think that's like the chode in between? <laughs> you got it out just right. It is a fucking delicacy. People are scooping out our, you know, swinging berries like they do sea urchins. A little melon scooper. There you go. Try that. Uh, <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, grossed out half the audience. That, that's cool. <laughs> uh, also, you know, like the beats of it, too. Like Captain Marvel showing up and all, all of it just working. So, And then the women getting that one moment. That's A-Force all together, which is so cool. Yeah, that felt so contrived. Really? Oh, I loved it. I, I, loved I have it. zero problem with all of them being there. Yeah. Outside of Paltrow. All of a sudden, having a suit and right as rescue, yeah, right, right, right. never seen you before. But at that point, it's like, who cares? Well, he he hints at it because he says he's been building this for mommy. And True, but they there were no other hinted at characters sure. that suddenly showed up as superheroes. But sh- why she didn't just show up the way she did in Iron Man three, where she's that molten lava, yeah, yeah, extremist. whatever, yeah, 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 type of thing? Did that just go away? Yeah, I think is what like they got it out of her system. They retcon that. They got it out of her system. They yeah. gave her some Pepto. Yeah, I don't know. Tony <laughs> figured it out. Exactly. It gets you right here. So what do they use for people to get a kick out of A1 steak sauce? You know, <laughs> That's right. Peppers them too deep with that indigestion. <laughs> so we took care of it with her. But I didn't care. Just they were already there. Yeah. So to me, in that moment, it just felt so like, oh, okay. Well, we had a moment like that in Infinity War. Remember when uh, Scarlet Witch and... Um, True. But Okoye, that naturally occurred. That was organic on the battlefield. Oh, I got you. I got you. This, this felt is, like they were putting them all... Well, suddenly, 15 women, female yeah. characters are in the exact same spot on this yeah. huge battlefield. Yeah. I guess so. I liked it. I, I, know, I, I know. I get the complaints. I totally do. I don't... But I still enjoy it. I don't care that they did it. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. they want to do that, it's your movie and the rest of this thing is is fantastic so yeah. who cares I, right. it's not a real critique right 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 it'd only be bad if it took me out and, and upset me or took me out of the reality yeah, it took you out of the, of the yeah, 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 and i don't care exactly because exactly. i like all those characters it's awesome to see him kick ass great yeah yeah definitely. i'd like to see some more of them kick i'd like to see more out of like wasp and yeah. uh it felt weird weird to me that uh, um black panther's sister did so much fighting uh shuri yeah sure. i think that's a little precursor to what may be happening in black panther too okay. Because in the comics, she takes over for Black Panther for a while. Um, so yeah, that they, makes may, sense. they may be laying the groundwork for that in the, in the second. Because to me, she was Ned in Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm your nerd in the seat. I mean, she's still, she's yeah. a more active yes, yeah, 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 yeah. role than that. But super science in the background. Like, right, right. Yes, you can do amazing things, but you really couldn't do them without me. I think if she hadn't fought in Black Panther, which you see in the last yeah, thing. A little bit. Not successfully, obviously, because Killmonger does get the jump on both of them uh you might not have been a, it might not have been as believable because yeah. she had a, you know but the rest of it like valkyrie coming in on the, the yeah that was awesome the flying horse yeah yeah awesome and over and over and over again yeah. i can't remember the you know michonne's character's name right koye 
There you go. Yeah. She's awesome. And yeah, yeah they got a great, a bunch of great different. Uh, That's what I think they could do. And, I, and, and hopefully that was a moment where they were like showing the audience that this A Force, which is what this, it was a run in the comics where the women were all together as a. What is it, a spinoff? Yeah, it's kind of a spinoff. It could work down the road if you Maybe. I don't know if you do. could go this large a cast. Oh, yeah, true. It's tough. But again, the, Stallone did it with the Expendables, so it's certainly possible to put a big, large cast. Together. Yeah, but all these, by and large, are yeah. at the the front of. You're talking a list. They're a list. Well, in in superhero comic or movies, right? On some level, yes, they're part of a list products. Yeah. So they're either Brie Larson. I'm a standalone. I could see more of the Koye. I think you said her name was right. And right. The, the little sister and. Yeah, sure. Wasp would work with maybe. Evangeline. Yeah, Evangeline's probably. Really Evangeline, like, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if Tessa Thompson, maybe, but maybe, maybe. not. Yeah. She's doing enough other things. I mean, had Mission or uh, Men in Black been a bigger hit? Oh, yeah. There's less of a chance. Yeah. But then that thing was, you know, DOA. <sighs> yeah. I'd was, like to see him do it again. That was a massive disappointment. I like the two of them so much that I believe they could do it. Yeah, they, they fucked up by making him some kind of pseudo James Bond thing. It was terrible. I, I just it was dumb, and then it was telegraphed. The villain was so telegraphed from the like opening from the trailers. So you're like, okay, just like this Maleficent. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be the villain. It's like it's so fucking obvious. I haven't seen the trailer. I didn't oh. like the last one. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the last one. In no way do I believe that Charlton Copley is pulling off these hot broads. <laughs> okay, he's the king. So I guess on some level, I mean, because he's got that popularity, it works. I think. I don't know. But I hear what that you're killed saying. me from the instant. I'm like, you should have done better casting here. And he is a stellar actor. But you're not supposed to like him. No. So he's the right choice. But I for need that. to believe that he has the magnetism and charisma yeah. to get away with this. Yeah. And his portrayal just. Yeah, I don't. But he's that. awesome. Yeah. He's a great actor. He is. He's a good actor. Even if I don't like the movie, I like him in it. Sure. Uh, Certainly. Although I haven't seen, like, uh, what's that follow up? It's not a follow up to District 9, but Neil Bloomkamp did it. With the robot that's fully oh, CGI, Chappie. Chappie. Yeah, he's the you know yeah. physical actor of Chappie, but right. I haven't seen it because everybody was like, "It's not good." Yeah, I didn't like it. I know there are some people who defend it, so respect. I liked Elysium. It, I like, yeah, I didn't like Elysium. Yeah, it, I don't think it's great by any stretch of the imagination, but I yeah. found it interesting. Mm. I think the concept was very interesting. Yeah, it's a little flat on its execution, but yeah, I still found sometimes. it interesting. All right, well, there's our individual uh, top ten lists for the fi- best final battle scenes in a movie. Uh, let's put them together, Matt. You want to write? All right, so it goes 1-3 on Endgame. Towers okay. is 2-2, two, two, so I would say Endgame wins that then. Yeah, It's I got a so. 1. Yeah. Of the, course you think so. Well, I just... <sighs> it's, I mean, it's, it goes without saying. It's your number one, and that's your number two. Of course, you, this is the way you feel it should go. Well... Yeah, but you felt the need to say it if it went without saying it. Well, I just the, I, it. the magnanimity is so false. Oh my god! I what? That I I'd love, like to I like to call out the. I think you know, the thing is that Matt knows things like like I, that. I think like he thinks it is really important for him to have the number one, and I could care less at sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. What are those sometimes? What is that? <laughs> Oh, is that in like the second <laughs> Thor movie that you have to have all seven kingdoms aligned for this one thing to happen? Is that the sometimes? That's fair. That's fair. It does happen, though. <laughs> Once every five millennia, <laughs> this random celestial lineup happens. And then I'm willing to forego. <laughs> um, all right. Private yeah. Ryan, you don't have. Rogue don't. One, you made your three. So I would say Rogue One next. Okay. All right. All right. Same Private Ryan. 
is my number one. It's not on your list. Talk to me. I think it should go next. Seven Samurai is my number three. Yeah, it's not on my list. It's not making it over. Yeah. So what, what, it's not making it. What do you mean it's not making it? We're not going to flip. No, why should we? It's one versus four. Oh one no, Private five? Ryan's your one. That's right. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. it was your three. My bad, dude. My bad. See, magnanimous always. All right, so that's your four. Rogue One was uh, uh, Samurai was my three. Oh, seven Samurai. Yeah, 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 seven yeah, Samurai. So where are we at now? How many are we at now? We are at uh, that's the top five right there. Oh wow. Okay. All right, your next highest. My number five, Excalibur. All right, I got Master and Commander. I've never seen Excalibur. You've mm-hmm. at least seen Master and Commander. I have. Are they both fives? Yes. You know the deal. Well, we both have 13 assassins. We do. Mine's I at number that, seven. I have that at eight. Okay. This is six. Do we want to reserve it for a seven, eight spot? I feel like... Okay. Unless you, I mean, I don't feel like it should jump, right? Not over our two fives. Flip that coin. Okay. Move that bus. All right. And it's uh, best two out of three. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. What do you got? Who is it? What a... What a... That looks like Superman to me. It is Superman. It is Superman. So that's one for Roka. Okay. One for the losers. Zero for the winners. Oh, shit. It's all right. It happens. It happens to the best of us. What do we got? Uh, that's the queen. It's a tie. Here we go. Good guys won. Bad guys won. Superman. Damn, son of a bitch. Is really making it over. Excalibur. A guy with Nigel from the downtowners. Look, I hate to break it to you, but more people have seen Excalibur than Master and Commander, so. Okay. More people alive? <laughs> yes, more people alive. King <laughs> Arthur carries a lot of weight in Britain, my man. <laughs> Just saying. The run when this came out was 40 coming up on 50 years ago? Yeah, we've had multiple uh, versions of this film come out. Yeah, but we're not talking media. about multiple versions. We're talking about this film. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this film. You've had multiple versions of this story, no, I'm of saying this film. Of this film. There have been multiple no, no, no. iterations. No, there's, not iterations. It's come out in multiple yes, forms of media. They're basing it off of pre-existing product. It's not like this thing invented it. No, I know that. But if there wasn't demand or market for it, they wouldn't make it. When it comes out in 4K, then you'll know it's real. Okay. It's never going to happen. I'm just saying. It's never going to come out in 4K. Or it's going to come out in 4K right when 4K is obsolete. <laughs> it's, it's 8K. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever it is after that. All right. So. We, we all have to take our hits on the coin. You know that. I don't know. It's just a, to boldly say that more people have seen Excalibur, a movie I haven't seen, and I professionally watch movies at this point. And I don't know that I've seen it. Yeah, well. I believe I have, but it's stretching it because mm-hmm. I didn't know Helen Mirren's part was so big. Yeah. So that leads me to believe I have not seen this. You probably haven't. And yet more people. Mm-hmm. Than Master and Commander, which I mean, was a flop. If we do a it census. It was a flop. If we do a census of the verified accounts of what people have seen and have not seen in this room, Master and Commander is 100% versus 50%. What's the verified accounts? What do you mean? You know for a fact that you've seen both movies. I, I know for a fact I've seen one of them. Yeah, but I've seen it if I still prefer Excalibur over Master and Commander. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, <laughs> the numbers bear out that of the verifiable accounts that uh-huh. we have, 
hundred percent of people have seen Master and Commander. You, we've both also seen more Polly Shore movies than you've seen Excalibur. Or that doesn't mean it's they're better than Excalibur. But I bet you more people have seen the Polly Shore movies than have seen Excalibur. <laughs> it's not true. Excalibur is such a revered film. This is hilarious to me. I want to see a Facebook poll of this. Oh, maybe. Yeah. What do you mean, maybe? maybe? Why not? I don't know. I don't know if our audience... Facebook skews older. It's mostly 30s and 40-year-olds, I believe, mm, we'll our, that are most active. Well, there's some... It's like 20s through 40s, I yeah, think, early yeah. 40s, are the most active. Maybe. We'll see. But people like voting against me, so I don't know. Oh, right. they they you do. can't bring in they this dynamic do. into it. They wait, do. Wait a fucking... Uh, uh, you know... <laughs> It just uh, whatever we had a sterile environment, and you just brought bacteria into it, skewing okay. the results. Uh, you know, you dipped your toe into the water. It's Absolutely. like Minority Report. Man. You can't get you know, in. You with assumed it was a sterile environment. I always knew it wasn't. But well, if you bring in the the it's guilt already, it's trip, been, I can't bring something in that's already been the here. guilt trip of it's guilt re, trip. It's reintroducing an idea that may or may not exist. You just because you close your eyes to it doesn't mean it's not in the in the room. Oh, here we go again, yeah. guys. <laughs> Here we go again. Two sides look at it. Uh-huh. Where are we at? Where are we at? We got eight, nine, and ten. Okay. Your six. Yes. Is what? Man of Steel. I got Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. You can put Fury Road above Man of Steel. It's not I, even going to take since issue. Since I won the Excalibur thing, which makes you so upset. And then Assassins at the end? Or oh, should we, we put You 13? should put Assassins there. Okay. And then Man of Steel, and then... I mean, then yours, and then Man of Steel. Yeah, uh, Mad Max, and then... Okay. All right, we're good. All right, cool. Let's do this thing. The top ten final battles in a movie, yeah. At number ten, Man of Steel. At number nine, Mad Max Fury Road. At number eight, 13 Assassins. At number seven, Master and Commander. At number six, Excalibur. At number five, Seven Samurai. At number four, Saving Private Ryan. At number three, Rogue One. At number two, The Two Towers. And our number one final battle scene in the movie is Endgame. Uh, Endgame. And then... um, Mr. Oh. Hasso's list. Oh, yeah. Let's look at what is Hasso's list. It's probably all karate movies. It could be. Yeah. Um, Matthew says, uh, what's up, fellas? Thank you so much for picking my topic. My list is going to be all over the place, but as you probably guessed, it will end up with martial arts. <laughs> there or you end go. With martial arts, I rather. literally just guessed Yep. That. The hardest part for me was keeping it to a f- uh, final confrontations in a movie. Technically, Achilles versus Hector and Troy is their final confrontation, but it starts the third act of the movie, so I left it out. Yeah, that's not a final act. It's a final battle. Okay. At any rate, I did try to be, uh, bring in some non-fight kind of confrontations as well, but only one made the final cut. Okay. Thanks again. I look forward to hearing the list you guys come up with. At number 10, uh, best of the best, Tommy Lee versus Day Han. Oh, so he... Okay. He went like full-on like hand-to-hand combat type things. Okay. I guess. Uh, I've, I, I'm blanking on best of the best. Oh, Eric Roberts movie from the eighties. Yeah. They're I like, I've seen the VHS cover. There's like four or five sequels. This crazy fucking franchise too, but it's like there, I forget. I think Chris Penn or somebody's on his list on his team as well. And they fight either South Korea or North Korea in some competition of karate or judo or something. Yeah. But I remember that. I remember best of the best. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he just put an amazing fight scene and a surprise twist when not only does the hero lose, but then 
is rewarded for not killing his opponent by gaining a new brother. Yeah. Uh, the movie isn't great, but this power, this ending is powerful. Okay. Number nine is Quigley Down Under. <laughs> Matthew Quigley versus the Ranchers. <laughs> is that a full theatrical release or is that a TV movie? Oh, yeah. Movie? It was, I saw that in the theater. I remember. Okay. Tom uh, Selleck, man. Yeah, yeah. I remember Quigley Down Under. I like Quigley. Uh, talk about an out of left field win. At no time in the film do we see Quigley touch a pistol. So for him to not only outdraw Alan Rickman, but two other people was hilarious mm. and awesome. True. At eight, Tombstone. Oh. Doc Holliday versus Johnny Ringo. We waited the whole film for this scene, and it was so worth it. Come on. Was it the final battle? Though? Yeah, I don't know what Hassel's doing here. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking more final battles, and that is not the final no, battle. No, it's not. The final battle is them by the train. Uh, all right, Flashpoint. Donnie Yen versus Colin Chu. Okay. I have not seen this. Have you? No. Okay. It says, if this was martial arts fight scenes, this would be number two on the list. Just an amazing display of martial arts skills going through the gauntlet of various styles. Hmm. It would be higher on the list if the film was better and the stakes were higher. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, six is seven, the detectives versus the killer. Ooh, interesting. Okay. That okay. see that to me would fall under what you were talking about before, where it's a different a psychological battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, I wouldn't put it on my list, but yeah. that one makes more sense to it's me. A nice choice. So the villain wins. Just a shocking ending to a crazy movie that most certainly has generated one of the most quoted lines of recent cinema. True. Number five, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Nice choice, man. Really wanted to put it in there, but there's no. It was. I was so close, and I guess if I was leaning towards more of the ship aspect of it all. But it's so one on one versus Kurt and Con, uh, Kirk and Khan, or Kirk and Spock versus Khan, than it is like the entire ship against the entire ship. It's more like that because Kirk is just the one giving out all the orders. Okay. And it's all like wading through the Mutara Nebula. So there's not a lot of actual interaction between them. It's more that the, the they're just trying to trick each other in a in a uh, I don't know through being blind in in a, you know walking blind into each other. So whatever. But it's a nice choice. I, I, I wish I could have talked myself into it. I love that movie. Okay. He said, just an intense and suspenseful confrontation between two brilliant minds in a sci-fi game of chess with spaceships. Yep. Four is Avengers Endgame. There you go. The culmination of 10 years, you just knew this was going to be good. Cap picking up Mjolnir alone was worth the journey, let alone everyone getting their time to shine. Three, A Few Good Men, Tom Cruise versus Jack Nicholson. Huh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Two acting powerhouses creating an intense scene without any kind of physicality. Mm. Gets me every time because there is a part of me that sides with Jessup. Okay. Two is Empire Strikes Back, Vader versus Luke. Uh, I know people want to say Return of the Jedi, but has the better fight scene well, with more stakes. But I say no. The saber fight is a hell of a lot more interesting. And the reveal by Vader at the end was just jaw dropping. Yeah. Number one, Way of the Dragon, Tang Long versus Colt. <laughs> it had to be this fight scene. The top dog of any fight scene. But they, there you're saying fight scene. Yeah. Not battle mm-hmm. scene. Battle has a different connotation. Right. You said final battle. I'm thinking you said you final know, battle. Exactly. All right. If he was the final boss, you know, type of thing, and it's right. some old uh, video game, maybe I'll give you that. Right. Uh, it says the top dog of any fight scene. I know that modern films have gone so much farther with fighting, but there's just something raw and dynamic about two true martial arts trying to best one another. Yeah, Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee, I think. Wu-ta. Wu-ta! I got you all in check. That's more wu-ha, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Would it be Hasso? 
Thank you so much for thank you, Matt, uh, being our you know uh, patron actually and helping us with the show and all that stuff. And yeah. you you guys can join in on the fun too of picking a show. If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash uh, the top 10 with the number 10, we got all kinds of different levels, different shows, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Topic Thunder, the classic shows, the realists, shout outs that are coming up here momentarily, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. We thank you to everybody that supports us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. Ooh, well, we got a little afternoon DJ on that one. Yeah, no problem. The repetitive things that we say all the time. Baby, I can give you a little stinger. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Let's move it along. All right, let's do these shout-outs, man. Thank you to everyone who's donated. Was it a $5 and above level? We're giving you a shout-out like we do every month. Correctamundo. Uh, let's do this thing. Uh, starting us off, looks like we're going alphabetical this month. Yeah. I like it. Alex Zakos. Changing things up a little bit. Nice. And we're going with AJ Barrera. Aaron Carroll. Abby Lugo. Adelardo Fuente. Alex Ramsey. Alex Russell. Alexander Marzogna. What's up, Alex? Aliyah Moore. Uh, Ali. Andre Constantinescu. Uh, Andres Mendoza. Andrew Herbs. Andrew Hayes. Andrew Naley. Andrew O'Day. Andy Ortiz. Andy Tan. Angela Dashner. Anthony Castelnova. Anthony George. April Rybaggy. Archie Bear. Asa Denning. Ashley Prowls. AZ Badfish, a.k.a. Martin Tuttle. Ben Quirk. Ben Archambault. Ben Cartwright. Bernie Knapp. Billy Gilliams. Blair Simpson. Blake Grant. Uh, I think it's Gant. Oh, sorry, Blake Gant. Blake Jensen. Blake O'Brien. Bobby Carney. Bobby Michael. Brandon Monroe. Brian Akins. Cameron Belgrade. Cameron Chapman. Charlie McKenna. Chelsea Lewis. Chris Cabrera. Chris Consiglio. Chris Jones. Chris Judge. Shout out to the cops. They're actually the ambulance going by in the background. Uh, You said Chris Judge? Yes. Chris Lemke. Christopher Brockman. Christopher McIntyre. Christos Alexakos. Clay Williams. Cody Seal. Crushing those classes, Clay. Uh, Corey Trainer, <laughs> Corey O'Connor, uh, Cote Markham, Cote Rexford Rex, Cote's. <laughs> we got back to back Cote's. I love it. Uh, Dale Varley, Dan Nye, Dan Petraglia, Dan Somerville, Daniel Chaput, Daniel McCarty, Danielle Kelly, uh, Jay McMalloy, Darren Bush, David Gregson, David Mitchell Baker, Deborah Torres. Dimitri Malote. Uh, DJ Red Hot Cox. Drew Burkhart. Drew Enns. Dwayne Joseph Burke. What's up, Dwayne? Dylan Buller Dempsey. Dylan Johnson. Dylan Yoon. Ed Budskirk. Edward Dobbins. Ellis Majaka. Eric Bruin. Eric Escott. Escott. Eric Grebner. Eric Stevenson. Evan Bistrom. Evan Zoller. Frank Montoya. Gareth Weldon. Jeff Kelly. George Menchaca. Yeah, Giancarlo Simonetta. Grecia Romero. Uh, Gunner R. Hans Eskelson. Haley Morton. Houston Bodley. Ian Horner. Ian Brick Beltran Lopez. Isaiah Hoffman. Uh, Jacob Pullen. James Appleby. James Leggett. James Petal. A Petty. Sorry, Jim Petty. James Trapani. James Winstead. Jason Liao. Jeff Knudsen. Jason, uh, Jeff Saliba. Jen Kemp. Jen. Jeremy Bowers. My man, Jeremy Metz. Our man, Jeremy Metz. Uh, JIC317. Jim Payne. Jim White. Uh, Yoon Jo Hyun. Joe Fairley. It's Joe Ibarra. What up, Joe? Joey Anthony. Johannes Schmidt. John Douse. John Keefe. Jonathan Caro. Jonathan Chase. Jordan Wiltshire. Joseph Burtwistle. Joseph Viola. Uh, Joshua Stetz. Josh Lawrence. Josh Mabry. Josh Murphy. Josh Polarin. Josh Axe. Joshua Williams. Joshua Wine. <laughs> Juan Reyes. Or Win. A win, yeah, it could be. Juan Reyes. Uh, Johanna Lunaverta. Julian Key. 
Uh, Justin uh, McDonald. Justin David O'Neill. Catherine Samuels. Keith Archer. Keith Below. Keith Fitzgerald. Ken Real Snorlax. Uh, Kevin Fuss. Kevin Shaw. Kristen Smith. Christia Veseljic. Kristen Lundgaard Kjoller. Uh, Kristen Kurtz. Kyle Beckworth. Kyle Feller. Kyle Spahn. Laura Deverson. Lawrence Witt. Louis Berrigan. Louis Carizales. Luke Allison. Luke Larson. Mackenzie Horner. Uh, Magale Dore. Mallory Garrett. Marcel Berman. Marcus Davenport. Mark Fawcett. Mark Menchaca. There it is. Matt Chipping. Matt Hall. Matt Hannigan. Matt Simmons. Matthew Hassel. Matthew Kearns. Matthew Lee Cravens. Matthew Poland. Maurice Robinson. Megan Bjork. MF Doom. Michael McDade. Michael Schmer. Mike Barrington. Mike Shea. Mitchell uh, Burl. Uh, Nathan Leonard. Nathan Williams. Neil Blackie. Nick Francis. Nick Dornoff. Nicholas Smith. Uh, Nizar Alabasi. Noel Kelleher. Pat Bulfamonte. Patrick Campbell. Sup, PJ. Patrick Mullen. Paul Cree. Peter Bellin. Peter Ross. Phil Morissette. Phil Neglia. Phil Renshaw. Philip Lane. Rachel Silvestrini. Ravi Prasad. Reagan Lubbig. Rice Seaborn. Rob Harris. Rob McDonald. Robert Haley. Bob Bo. Rodrigo Verde III. Roque Orellana. Ruben Enriquez. Ryan M. Brandos. Ryan McKenna. Ryan Nem. Scott Lynch. Uh, Scott uh, Zarnecki. Uh, Scott Kohler. Seamus Braytag. Sean Brennan. Sean Scott. Seth Shearer. Shane Noble. Simon Bruyard. Spencer Freightway. Stacy Flores. Steve Schluckemeyer. Steven Anderson. Steven Armstrong. Sunjayanth uh, Fernando. The Blast from Our Past podcast. The Cinephiles. Thanks, Steve. Thomas Price. That's an extra five bucks, Steve. Hey, well. Actually, two fifty. You only uh, said your first name. Right, Thorsten Amuler. Uh, Tim Begg. Tim Franco. Timothy Berg. Timothy R. Williams. T.J. Daniels. Tyler Spots. Wayne Murphy. Wiley Todd. Will Morse. Willie Logie. Uh, Zirian Giggleson. And finally, Mr. Zach Butts. Zach Butts. There it is. Thank you to each and every one of us. Uh, one of us. We are all <laughs> fans of this show. Truth. Truth. Um, thank you to each and every one of you for supporting us on, on Patreon. Yeah. Um, you, once again, if you're listening to this and you want to get in on it, we, we try and give back. We don't promise anything that we don't uh, actively strive for and nail. So if, if you know if you want to get the old shows, we got them up there. If you yeah. want to be part of uh, the realist, you can do that. You want to be part of uh, uh, Topic Thunder, you can do that. We try and be as interactive and build things into the nice people that said that they wanted to support us. So here you go. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash the top 10 or join us over at Facebook.com for that uh, uh, poll that we've been putting up facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show with the number 10 yeah. and you can follow me online at Matt Nost M-A-T-T-K-N-O-S-T oh, you can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram and give a lot of love to everything we're doing we really appreciate you all coming along with this journey now we're, we're into our fourth year uh, and uh, you know we got some ideas we got some things we want to do uh, always we're always trying to evolve with the show and uh, bring it to more and more people. So thanks so much for coming along with us. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Top 10 Show. Or did you want to say something else at the end there? Okay. Nope. Good to go. All right. There we go. Bye-bye.